Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Welcome to the 20th episode of Watch Over. Uh, we're starting over <laughs> because our recording died. But it died when we yeah, had eight my, minutes in. So it's fine. Died because apparently fine. it needs power. It's fine. So. It's fine. So what did you mm-hmm. mean? What did we... Okay, we had a very glorious conversation about the weather. Which we did have a glorious conversation about the weather. Because it's like negative. Too long, didn't read. Right. The north is freaking cold. The north is cold. I'm, it's like negative nine but it feels like negative 50 so i live in antarctica uh okay and then david ramsey is a new era episode love him is a cupcakes so what he uh (laughs) so lena leanne aguilera had a uh she tweeted out that she she wanted questions because she was interviewing david and so this is just why we love david so uh he uh she tweeted this out and you know when they do that you know her notifications are just flooded with questions and she tagged david in it and so david tweeted out um, okay here goes and everyone in the fandom was like wait where are we going (laughs) we didn't know so he just started answering the questions it was amazing he just he didn't wait for the interview and so leanne finally tweeted out stop answering all the questions david save them for the interview and he was like yeah we're not gonna do that and he basically just gave away the store like OTA is going to be back together. What else? Uh, Felicity and Diggle will find harmony and love or whatever. And then didn't he give out what happens to Dig in the um, flash words, Cal? I think he did. He basically said that Dig is great in the flash forwards. I think he's going to be like Green Lantern, but that's just that would be amazing. Because, yeah, anytime David gets really jazzed about something, I'm always thinking. Maybe Green they Lantern. find the game Green Lantern <laughs> because that's all David wants. Literally, yeah. all David wants exactly. is just to be Green Lantern. He just wants give him what he wants. He's such I know. A I don't know why they're being. It's like such a weird because the Green Lantern movie movie with Ryan Reynolds was complete shit. So I don't understand what the problem is with DC. I this is where I have a hard time with DC. I don't understand why there can't be movie. People playing the characters and TV people playing the characters. We've discussed it's this. The at same length. thing. I don't get it. I know it bothers me. <laughs> Whatever. They're stupid. They're dumb. Okay, so David the directed last night. Yes. I thought it was good. Wonderful. He did a good job. I noticed that he really likes to, like, Bam has a signature where it's kind of jerky, which some people don't like, but I like it. And then David likes the slow close up. He kind of mm-hmm. pushes the camera in, and he gets right up in their face. He did that like three or four times. I was like, whoa. So that might be his signature mood move. But we got good Elicity content, right? wasn't a bang-up episode. I was like, it was okay. <laughs> it, it was, was, it was okay. very middle of the road. And I know we discussed last night. I feel yeah. like my position on it was... I liked it just fine, 
but I was really only paying attention to Felicity and Elicity. Like a lot of the rest was just kind of washing over me. Like I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I the care. nice thing about Oliver <laughs> and Felicity, what I like what they're doing now is just we're not getting a couple. ton of time with them in the episodes, but, but I don't quality. really care about that. No, I don't either. I, I like seeing the hand holding yeah. and the little heart eyes and a little kiss here and there. I'm good. We've had a kiss every single episode I since seven oh seven. We're so well fed on the kissing. And I I'm just like, I'm a yeah. girl. I got I know, I just need. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't I don't know. I'm just kind of um I like that they've just kind of settled them into like this anchor couple behavior. You know, they're functioning. They might not be around each other the whole episode, but they're off doing their own thing and then being supportive with each other when they um, come back together. I thought Felicity was really... She's just been really super supportive of Oliver, and he's been a little bit of a mess because he doesn't quite know how to handle this new Robert Queen bombshell. So from that standpoint, I thought, you know, she was just like saying... You know, hey, if you prove to the city that you're nothing like your dad, I bet that'll prove it to Amico. And that yeah, which basically was is what sound happened. advice, as it turns out, because yeah. Felicity is brilliant. Felicity's always right. <laughs> Felicity says to do something, then it's like that's Fuck what's going to happen in the episode, yeah. and Gotta she'll be right. That's how yeah. it works. She's mm-hmm. she's basically. like the Yoda. Sorry, Jiggle. <laughs> you need an answer, then you go to Felicity because she's your guy. Basically, basically. So I that this part of the episode I really like. I'm always super jazzed when they brought it back to Robert Queen. I like me some Robert Queen, and Robert Queen as a character is kind of a disaster zone. Like he does super shady shit. But we love him, and we forgive him for it. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, that, that's not good, Robert. Eh, whatever. You died for Oliver. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, eh. I, I mean, yeah, it ain't good that he abandoned Amico. But it's just, it, what I liked about it is this duality that they are always constantly exploring in Oliver, where, you know, mm-hmm. you know he, he Oliver's a hero, He's also a killer. Well, that's the same as dad, as his dad. You know, Robert was a hero on that raft. He committed suicide to save his son. It was a final selfless act. But five seconds before he did that, he killed somebody. (laughs) So not great idea. Um, I always understood. Well, and I thought this was interesting, too, because they finally started just delving into that, that the guy he killed was Robert Queen's um, bodyguard. And so this episode, his son, like, goes nuts because he finds out that Robert Queen uh, killed him and Oliver hasn't said anything about it. And the Queens are a bunch of hypocrites and Oliver shouldn't be working with the police department. And I had to say to Hackett's son, Sam, Sam, my friend, Sam, I am, you have a point. (laughs) That was a legit beef. Like it, it's it's a good beef. They they set mm-hmm. up a good reason for this guy mm-hmm. to be pissed off at the queens in general, mm-hmm. just like flat out, like uh 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 uh. They lied, 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 lied. Because Oliver is not blameless. Well, it's like it's this. not like Oliver killed the guy himself, but when no. he came back, he did not say. He said nothing. This is what happened? Yeah. Right. He didn't, and he. And meanwhile, this guy's out in the out in China looking for his dad because he's like, right. "Hey, Oliver lived. Maybe mine, my dad lived too." Right. And he wouldn't have had to do that. He wouldn't have had that hope 
if Oliver had just been like, listen, sorry. Well, I like what Oliver said, too, about My transparency. It's not enough <laughs> that he just took off the hood and a mask. That's right. not enough. Because Oliver has had some problems with the truth. <laughs> it's kind of an ongoing thing. And what I like is... Forever going. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah, we'll get into that, too. Um, what I like is he's stripping off these layers. Like, I feel like there's, m- like, four main components that stop Star City from trusting him. There's the mass, the hood, the uh, killing, and the lying. So he's he's gotten rid of three of them. And so this episode is kind of, let's stop the lying. And I think Amiko's beef... Um, I think Amiko, her her thing is grounded in a lot of hurt. And a lot of times, there's not one thing someone like Oliver can do to fix that hurt. Sometimes it's little things you do, and then you just wait and give them time. Yeah, I definitely feel like Amiko is targeting all her Robert Queen anger at Oliver, which is understandable. I, you know, he's the last one holding the bag. Take your it. Um, yeah. I think part of my problem sometimes arrow just they go too far over to one side you know oh, yeah. it's like they don't like get they a get grip so dramatic it's like so dramatic <laughs> and i'm like i love how you say all queens are drama queens because it's they factual. Are. so like, like the that, fact that this Amico, is how we know she's yeah a queen she's the queen oh, like, yeah. oh yeah yeah she's like it's she's like super dramatic i'm like okay yeah. but oliver didn't abandon yeah. you oliver didn't know well, and I love how she's just like, you use your privilege to leverage. Like, what privilege? He yeah, I was like, to leverage whatever ago. for yourself. I was like, well, way to go. Way to use some PC catchy terminology, Arrow writers. Someone's been watching a little too much CNN. Um, but <laughs> they also, I-, I have a problem with that statement because she's been running around in the green arrow suit for the better part of seven months so she wouldn't have been doing that if she didn't feel that that would not be a conduit for justice for her mother so if she can recognize that the green arrow is a conduit for justice then how can she not match that up with her brother that he might be a solid guy who's been trying to make things right for the last seven years. She's lived in Star City for the last seven years, right? I didn't misunderstand that. She grew up in the Glades. So I, you know, Oliver has saved the city from legit destruction three times. So I just, I was just like, okay, but also... You're running around dressed like him, so maybe, like, don't come down so, yeah, <laughs> so she's hard like, on she's him. She's just being really, like I said, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of it is is mired in hurt. And a lot of times when people are hurt, they react emotionally, they react dramatically. It's They're like not super, necessarily sitting down and It's not rational. Through. Yeah, No, it's not exactly. rational. She's exactly. irrational right now. So that's why I can accept it. Well, and here's the other thing. I can accept it from the standpoint that she feels like Oliver, all the good Oliver's doing is the same bullshit that Robert Queen used to do. Robert Queen used to prance around Starling City like he was a great guy. In reality, he was a douchebag and he abandoned (laughs) his daughter. So, you know, little Emiko... You want to talk about privilege? Yeah. Our name is Robert Queen. Our name is Robert Queen. So... Emiko knew that was a false persona. So I think some of her judgment comes from this is what the queens do. They make themselves look good by 
doing X, Y, and Z, but it's all bullshit to cover up their And I think she's afraid that, that Oliver is cut from the same cloth. Exactly. So Oliver's she, like, listen, I'm not my dad. I'm doing right. something different here. Right. So I she's, think, you know, she's, she sees the, co- she sees the green arrow as a way to get justice, but she also feels that Oliver was just using it to make himself look like a great guy. And maybe even admitting that he's the green arrow pissed her off too. Cause she's like, well, now you're taking credit for all your great stuff when before you were Mr. Anonymous. It's kind of like, it's like Keanu Reeves always does these amazing things for fans, but he never talks about it. Occasionally no. they get leaked to the media, but I don't ever think it's from He's him. He's not the one that's leaking. Yeah. yeah. And that's true selflessness when you're, you yeah. do a good thing and you're not trying to get credit for it. So she could even be kind of judgy about the fact that he outed himself. Cause she's like, well, you were a good guy, but now you're taking credit for all of it. So you're once again, you know yeah but the reason he outed himself he's he's got to make that right. clear I was like he too, has like. a good reason Emiko like calm down and yes <laughs> let's just deal with this head on I was pronouncing the name wrong not Stephen Amell yeah, yeah. it's stop fine at us. don't stop yelling <laughs> at me I get it I get it trust me Steve is gonna do something in the next few days to piss me off or make f- I can make fun of him it, I, I can me, always Steve count on Steve yeah like on a weekly time, basis so. So I was Sorry. like whatever yeah. so yeah I'll give him that one but trust me there'll be another one coming up yeah, yeah. so I I liked how they did the juxtapositioning between the apology to Emiko and o- Oliver's interview. I thought that was very good. I liked that. Because he's kind of... Well, and whenever they bring up Robert Queen, does it make you really uncomfortable when they bring up Robert Queen? It makes me uncomfortable when a stranger talks to Oliver about Robert Queen. Because this is not a topic Oliver even brings up with Felicity and Diggle very much. Like, he's talking yeah. a lot to Felicity about his father. But he doesn't normally... Um, he does It's not something he opens up about. No, this is kind of, I always feel that this Robert's suicide is, you know, Oliver has been through some traumatic shit, um, and I'm not saying... that's like the key cornerstone Yeah, like that's the, that's the lit the (laughs) spark. That's what started all the traumatic Yeah, so I kind of, I basically, if you're talking about in trauma, what is the worst thing Oliver experienced, and we have a lot to choose from, but I put Robert Queen's suicide up at the top. So, you and people... Sacrifice. Second. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. I uh, I get why the interviewer was bringing it up. Because they were trying to remind fans, hey, remember when Robert Queen killed himself and how like three seconds before that he killed that dude? Okay, we're going to talk about that dude this year. <laughs> and it was an interesting kind of thing because that's just something that I as a fan just, I mean, I breezed past it in the pilot. It, I I have never thought I can say this only I never thought about that guy f- until Arrow um, brought it up in season seven, which says something about me, which probably ain't good, but you know whatever. <laughs> I just didn't. I was like, oh yeah, that was bad. He shouldn't have done that. But I I have never seen a lot of chit chat about that guy online. We just kind of were like. No. Okay. Not until this year. Yeah. And I think part of it is from a parent standpoint, I could understand. I don't feel like Robert Queen was killing that guy out of, you know, he murdery like anger and no, that kind of stuff. Was, he, he just was like, yeah, there's going to be one person who's going to live and it's going to be Oliver. And honestly, Oliver might have had to come to that 
decision too. I don't know. The problem is Oliver Queen didn't know Oliver was going to land on a freaking island. You know, he thought he was going to be in the water for several days. So rather than, you know, make his son, you know, fight for food. Robert Queen, you mean? Yeah. Um, I think, I think maybe he did know because they made it sound like if Robert hadn't killed that guy and killed himself, all of none of them would have made it to the island. I think it was several days past. Okay. That that they that he that made he it to the island. To, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I I think from a parental standpoint, I understand Robert Queen making that decision. So but I I, I just like, it's still not good, you know. Yeah, but is it the same as you know cold blooded cold blooded murder? murder? No. Yeah. Probably not. See, this is what happens. Robert Queen does douchey things, and then you're just like, oh, well, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, my thing with Robert Queen is I think he's a, I think he was a good man who, well, this is what I liked. Essentially, the episode is saying you can be a good person and commit horrible sins, and you can be a, a, a horrible sinner and do good things. Those two are interchangeable, you know? Right. And it base and we combine those, you've got the whole of humanity. So Oliver saying my dad's a hero is an incomplete picture, and that's what pisses Emiko off, and right. that's what pissed off Sam. He's like, no, he's not just a hero. Basically, his issues with Emiko were folded into the villain of the week storyline. Right, which is a great villain of the week. The problem with the villain of the week. <laughs> From an emotional standpoint, it was great. But I'm sitting next to Mr. Electrical Engineer. <laughs> and Nick could not with that vest. He was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what? He's like, do you see the vest? That I was like, oh, can can you build something like that? And he, the look he gave me, he was like, no. And it's funny where my husband hits his done point. <laughs> it's like... Like, he'll put up with some, like, all the relationship bullshit, all that kind of stuff. But then it's like, he's like, no, I'm done. I don't think I can watch this show anymore. I'm leaving to go play video games. I was like, really? The vest is what did it? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So That's pretty- what tipped him over the edge. Yeah, he was like, I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there was some there was some seriously bad cheesy stuff on the uh, Diggle side of the storyline that wasn't as good. But, yeah. And I agree. The whole holding the police officers hostage and the one has to shoot Oliver. I was just like, oh, my God, this is too stupid to even live. <laughs> but, yeah, the, re- the the emotional tangent of it is good that I really like that. I really liked. So Emiko, you know, sees Oliver get up and, hey, my dad was also a murderer. We're like, oh. Okay. And, you know, here's That's Oliver's lovely. fear. He's always <laughs> like, oh, people are going to blame me for my dad and think I'm my dad. And I was like, you know, really the only one who came with that um, perspective is Oliver. The only one who yeah. blames himself for things Robert Queen did is Oliver. I've never well, actually and, heard and anyone say to him, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah, Emiko. But after she's, last night. Right, after last night. Come but on. honestly, yeah, it was just kind of one of those. And he blamed I, himself. Yeah. And I said, you know, what I love about this is, you know, Oliver's stopped caring about, essentially, you know, we've kind of had three major phases with him. It's, it's like, you know, season four, he was living as the mayor and trying to be, go yeah. about the 
um, the, saving the city that way. Then season five, he he gave that press conference and he talked about how Robert Queen died. He told the truth about how Robert Queen died, which was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he didn't tell the whole truth. He left out the hatchet, which is, is what we dealt with here. So what I like what they're doing with Oliver is he's very slowly but surely not <laughs> focusing on Robert Queen anymore. He's not focused on Robert Queen's legacy anymore. He's focusing on his legacy. He's not focused on being a good son. He's focused on being a good father. Right. You know, it's a, it's a shift in fairly seismic in Oliver's perspective. And what's great about that, what I love and why I always love these Robert Queen tie-ins is Oliver has to stop caring about his father's legacy. And that's, and once he does that, that's the way he fulfills it. So Oliver has to stop making his father the focus of everything. Right. And then once he does that, he becomes the man his father asked him to in that raft. So it's not a bad thing what Oliver's doing. Robert Queen's sitting up in, let's just say heaven because it makes me happy, um, <laughs> heaven, and he's doing exactly what he's like. Yeah, Robert has to let his da- or Oliver has to let his dad go before he can really be everything his dad asked him to be, which is what he did today. He kind of sacrificed. You know, protecting the queen name was not more important than the truth for a change. And that's what Emiko saw. Yeah. And she was like, I And she that. needed to see that. Yeah. She needed and to listen, see. And listen, that's fair. I'm, I'm with you, girl. Because, you know, they shisted her fairly hardcore several times. Well, it was, it was awful what he did. Yeah. But the important thing is that Oliver is saying to her, yes, what my dad did to you was awful. I deserve the chance to know you. You deserve the chance to know me, know my family. Yeah. You know, this should never have happened to you. And the the subtext there being that on my watch, it wouldn't have happened to you. Right. Which leads to flash forward stuff. So did Oliver really yeah. abandon his family? No, he didn't. So everyone settled down. Okay, so what I want to talk about, too, because we talked about this last night because I was having some issues with it. This is the pledge. So he gets up. Again, it's super dramatic. These queens are just, you know, it's not enough for Oliver just to be like, hey, city, my dad's a murderer. (laughs) Right before he blew his brains out, he also killed another guy. Like, that's enough to get you on, you know, 2020 Oliver you don't need to. he's like nope and this is the politician a little bit in Oliver too it's like the flair for the dramatic he looks right at the camera and he's like I've made mistakes and I'll make more but I promise I won't lie again and I just kind of laughed he said that before to Felicity <laughs> like, his vows in 416 yeah, in the fake wedding right. he said I will never lie to you again. I will never yeah. lie to you again. And yep. it was like, Felicity, even Felicity is like, oh, that's a bullshit. You know? I was like, sure, Jan. <laughs> well, oh, and I just was like, because like typically I would get very excited about these kinds of statements from Oliver. You've learned. And I it's was just, seven. I was telling Cal, I was just kind of like, this time I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't really buy it. I'm like, okay, sure thing, kitten. I, is it, like, okay, he told her in season four, I will never lie to you again, except <laughs> <laughs> pr- 
prison. I'm going to lie to you well, about prison. The, the problem is, is that Oliver makes a little distinction between out and out lying and omission. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> our definition of the truth is not Oliver's definition of the truth. And that's if why it's so I never bring it up. It's not Yeah, lying. it's like, it's I'm a lie. That's not a thing. We're like, that's a, that's a lie. He, he's just, he just hard passes it. He's like, no, it's not. Well, that's and right. what I said, too, is he prefaces it with a get out of jail free card. Yeah. And I can yell I at him. I make mistakes Right. Again. And I was like, I can <laughs> yell at him. Like, again. you said you wouldn't lie. And he's like, but I also said I would make mistakes. And the lie was a mistake. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like sitting there seething. Uh, I'm just like, <sighs> so yeah, I just, sorry guys, here's the deal. And this is what Cal and I were talking about. We've kind of made our peace with Oliver lying. We don't, it's just the nature of the biz, you know? He's just going like, to lie. It's just, it's he's just, just going to lie in pursuit of doing good things. Yeah, he has good reasons. Yeah, if he thi- here's the thing with the pledge. If Oliver thinks he has a good reason to lie, which that's why he lies, because he comes up with what he feels is a good reason, <laughs> um, he's going to do it. That's why. That's why I laughed. I was like, "Oh, I promise never lie to you, Star City." If, I'm like, if, except if he's got on one hand, if he's got saving people's lives, and on the other hand, lying to them, or you know, saving people's lives but and lying to them, or people die and he tells telling the them truth, the truth, he's gonna lie. Yeah, like there's two ways you can angry. look at this. Is this a pledge to Star City, or is this a pledge to Felicity? I mean, I, if it's a pledge to Star City. I That's, feel like it's to Star City. It's going to be... Okay, he might actually adhere to that. You know, like, I don't think Oliver is going to give the city a heads up when there's some kind of, like, mass destruction coming their way. But I don't think he's going to... You know, the bullshit is over with the Queen family. He's airing all the dirty laundry. He's not wearing a mask. He's trying to do things legally. I think that part of it is true. The bottom line is he's gonna do whatever he has to right. to act in the best but I don't is he gonna city. like you said like is he gonna talk about how you tell Star City about how he had this chat with this like space dude uh, called the monitor and like they're no, no he's not they don't need to know no <laughs> and so what everyone automatically is asking is did Fel- did Oliver tell Felicity about the deal with the monitor and if he didn't then he's still lying and this pledge is bullshit listen guys whatever i'm just like whatever i just this is not they've hung this thing over us until next crossover it's no different than like i know it's no different than oliver running into samantha at the coffee shop in the first flaro crossover we're like well here it comes like it, it was that was hanging over us for all full year no more was it two years it was, that was in, well, no, it was a year, but it was just like, ugh. Like, we knew it was coming. We knew William was coming and that it would break Elicity up. Well, we hoped it wouldn't. We didn't, we were still in our we idealistic. We were still like, maybe it will I was like, yeah, you know, these writers are good. They don't go the normal route. They're not going to do the they trope. Went the they went the normal route. <laughs> so... <laughs> so fucking true. We had hope once. Once. <laughs> Well, that's what I said. I'm not a summer child anymore. It's not 2012. It's 2019. I know who Oliver Queen is. So, yeah. I, and everyone's going to be like, well, if he's not telling. He's a goddamn Fel- Yeah. If, if he's not <laughs> telling Felicity about the mo- deal with the monitor and the deal with the monitor is he's going to die, then that's a lie. Listen, 
He's and, not telling Felicity about like, the monitor because it's not next year's crossover. Right. And I'm just like, I don't make yeah, the rules. Whatever. I don't even think Arrow makes the rules. Greg Berlani is making the rules on right. this. They and have they like have these storylines imposed on them sometimes. Yeah, I think. It's just, you gotta let it just let well, it go. Well, yeah, I just kind of like. Just let it go. Okay. And then let's just say he did lie. Then he's gonna die for the world. Which, like, how do you stay mad at a guy about that? And then he's going to rise from the dead like fucking Jesus. So I was like, whatever. It's fine. I just, yeah, you guys, you're right. Oliver is probably, let's just say it. Oliver is probably lying to Felicity about the deal with the monitor. Again, this is like what he does as the superhero. He makes calls but again, and then he doesn't this tell is her. Him thinking it's an omission. It's for the she doesn't yeah. even know that she. This he is like talking to, to my aunt Peggy. My <laughs> aunt Peggy, you have to ex- act the. You have to ask the exact right question. Yeah. Otherwise, she withholds information. So if you didn't ask the exact right question to get this information, she feels I'm not lying. You didn't ask the right question. <laughs> I don't think Felicity even knows he made a deal. Like, right. Went to talk to the monitor. No. I don't think she knows any of that. No. I don't think anyone but Oliver knows right. any of that. So is he lying? Yeah. In Oliver's in mind, our, in Oliver's mind he he's not. But yeah. by our definition of lying, yes. But that's the problem. Oliver has a different definition of lies. So, again, everybody just, like, listens to this pledge and they're going to get all worked up about, well, is he telling the truth, Felicity? And I'm just going to tell you... No. But here's the thing. And I t- said this to Jen last night. It's a little dangerous them them leaving us out for a year like this because everyone wants to make an assumption. Right. And the assumption is that he offered up his life. Right. We don't know that. No. We're guessing. Well, again, we could have made the assumption that, you know, o- Oliver is going to lie to Felicity about William. And there was plenty of us who were like... No, Maybe he's going to tell her the truth. But It'll be we fine. But we don't know. We, we, don't, don't. we didn't know then. And then I think experience is tainting some of the perspectives this go around. Oh, yeah. Because we have a history with Oliver saying Oliver's going to tell Felicity the truth. And he but almost here's never Here's the does. thing. And here's where I sit. Mm-hmm. I can sit here and I can be upset about this for the next 11 months. Or... <laughs> I can be like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Put it out of my mind and not think about it. Well, here's the thing. Again, do I think he should tell so, Felicity? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do care I think he's going to tell Felicity? No. No. Not that. And I, people r- react to that um, in an interesting way because they think, because I can acknowledge that he's probably going to lie to Felicity about this, then I should be done <laughs> with the show. No, Felicity knows he's going to lie to her. She told William last year. She's like, listen, Mm -hmm. this fucker lies. Mm -hmm. Constantly. And we're just going to have to deal with it. But he's a good guy. But he's a good guy. See, that's the thing. That is what they're trying to get you to understand. It's not black and white with on Arrow. It's not just, oh, Barry's amazing. And we just pretend like. All the bad shit he does is a thing. It's like, that's all good, too. (laughs) You're like, no. Arrow can acknowledge that Oliver is a colossal fuck-up. But, you know, it's that he's a very good person who sins. Yeah. Okay? 
So if and you're Felicity saying that acknowledges it yeah. too. So well, and also too, well, Felicity should divorce Oliver because right, he does. That's the make, attitude, or that we're accepting of ever, Oliver's lies no. to Felicity because we're like, if it's, the minute you acknowledge that Oliver's lying to Felicity, then the automatic is well, you should either be done with the show or screaming about this. Otherwise, okay. you're saying lying is okay. I'm like, Here's no, my thing. I don't feel like that's everybody what I'm is doing. treating a lie. Lies is equitable to one another. Now, if Oliver was lying to Felicity about having an affair behind her back or embezzling right. money or... He killed her know, father crime or something. Or, yeah, whatever. That's one thing. But the things he's lying about are noble. And Felicity knows this. Right. It's in pursuit of godly things is what I said in my review. So, yeah, that it does cast a different and light Felicity, in it. Felicity has made her peace with it. Right. And so, therefore, me as a shipper of Oliver and Felicity have made my peace with it. Because this is what the DNA of my favorite couple looks like. Well, and I can either get on board with it or I can sit and whine and moan and bitch about it all the time and make myself even more miserable. Well, he's not lying <laughs> anymore. Here's the other thing. The reason why Felicity had a really big problem with Oliver lying and the reason why... I never have had a problem with him lying. Well, yeah, we haven't. <laughs> um, but is because it was coming from this dark place, this self-hatred, this need to blow his life up. It's not coming from there anymore. He's coming from it at from a deeply good position. You know, he's not trying to blow up his life anymore. He's not trying to have this the self-hatred that's feeding his decisions. Oliver has really made his peace with his father. He's really made his peace with um, the things he's done in the past. And he's moved on from that trauma, essentially. Because if he hadn't, we would have seen him break down and slab side and go back to some of his um, Leanne you behavior and he didn't he was very much told the, the moral line so going forward Oliver is going to be making decisions that we might view as mistakes but it's coming like Cal said from a very noble position it's one of those things that we have an opportunity here to decide how we want to watch the show right and I feel like at this point, we know what Oliver's like. We know what Felicity is like. We know what the relationship is like. And it's not going to change because some people think, oh, well, this is wrong. This is not how I want it to play out. This is not what I want them to focus on. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to make your peace. Here's the thing. I don't care if people freak out, but from where I sit... I'm interested in my own mental well-being. Well, yeah, I think you've been really focused on just, you focus on what you love about Arrow, and then you just kind of, like, discard. You discard yeah. whatever does not fit in that bubble, which I think is a great yeah. way to watch it. I'm a little bit more totality. Well, you're a more critical think thinker more totality about totality about it. Like, the whole... But it doesn't impact how you enjoy it, either. No, I don't like that. I don't like this concept that if you can acknowledge Oliver is a screw up in these areas. Here's here's my thing. Here is my bottom line when it comes to Oliver Queen. And people aren't going to like this either. 
<laughs> I don't think lying to Felicity is the worst thing he's ever done. No, me either. At all. We haven't even come close to the worst thing he's ever done. The worst thing he's ever done were before he ever met Felicity. Listen, I got on board with this guy when he was murdering people. Everyone could acknowledge the moral ambiguity when Oliver was killing people. Everyone is like, oh, well, those are bad guys. Okay, well, if you can acknowledge that, because, hey, listen, Great motive, still murder. You know what I mean? It's It was still murder. He was still killing people. He had a justice system that he could have run people through it. Instead, he put mm -hmm. an arrow in them. So my mm -hmm. thing is, if you can acknowledge the moral ambiguity in killing, we certainly can acknowledge the moral ambiguity in lying. You I know? never really understood the focus on this lying being this terrible thing. Well, I it's like very... It is, it's because it's directed at Felicity. And it's like, if you do something not nice to Felicity, then you need to burn in the torrents of Felicity's hell. But okay with it now. Yeah, I feel like people have really missed that part. Like four. they don't get, <laughs> they don't get how important that six eleven was. It was, it was like crucial important. to where Oliver's at in his development and how Felicity views him. And yeah, she was pissed about the um, prison thing. Here's the agreement. But she that, understood why. Well, she understood did. what you did. But here's the agreement they came to. She's like, okay, big fella, you're gonna go hero the way you need to hero, and I am going to be accepted of that and sometimes that's going to recall require that you withhold information from me she's like i get that but then when you come back from your heroine and self-sacrificing our happy life together you don't get to backseat drive the decisions i've made and he was like okay and that's basically what he said he's like however right. you have dealt with things in my absence i will come back to you and you will always be the love of my life i don't care what how it's changed you i know who you are deep down which let's just say that's a little bit of foreshadowing yeah too. exactly because what's going to happen to felicity <laughs> she might have gone a little dark i'm not saying no, she's an she's evil not. villain yeah. but yeah but she will have done some questionable some things shadier stuff and he's going to come back from the dead and be like Okay, baby. You're my boo. I You're love my you my boo. Forever. You did what you had to do. Let's go have some sex. And it's like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm done with that. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I think in marriage, too, you you have to get very forgiving. Here's what I, I, I feel like some fans might be doing, unfortunately, is I think they're letting the haters, the Elicity fans, the West Elms, whoever it is, that's back talking Elicity this week. <laughs> I think they're letting them get in their ear a little. You know, we have a legitimate gripe at Lorever with their 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 the toxicity of their relationship. Hell yeah, we do. And so We're get those to that fans too. then scrabble around trying to find something toxic about Elicity that's gonna stick, like throwing spaghetti at a wall. And what sticks is, oh, but Oliver lies to Felicity. They have such a toxic relationship. Well, and, and they equate those lies. Felicity fan yeah, a lot yeah. of Felicity fans internalize that and then spread it out amongst the fandom. And listen, it's not the same thing as what Oliver and Laurel did at all. No. It's not even on the same level. No. Like, people want to equate these lies. Oliver lying about William is the same as no. Oliver banging <laughs> Laurel's sister on the regular, lying to her about it, and then also impregnating another girl when he was with her. No. Sorry. It's not. Yeah. If my husband lies about 
he took money out of the 401k and didn't tell me. Okay, that's lie number one. Or lie number two is uh, he murdered somebody. And lie number three is he's screwing someone. I would, I would, those are all real bad things. Not happy about any of them. But is there an order of bad to worse? Yeah. <laughs> so we're not saying the William lie was bad. But the thing that I think sometimes we get lost in is that we're, we're seeing an arc with Oliver. He's, he's, he's becoming this fully realized superhero. And so it's an origin story. So we're going to see Oliver screw up and make mistakes pretty much up until the final episode. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, oh, we're at the this final episode. And he's, yeah, he's just going to be like, ta-da! And he's like, he's a big turkey. He's just going to be like, ready to go. And then that's when he'll be perfect and he'll be Jesus. But we're never going to get there, I don't no. think, before the show is over. They're just going to no. continually have him do yeah. things that you're like, uh. so you but gotta, they're slowly you decide how to make the viewing. Yeah, but there's slowly he's getting these mistakes are getting better and better along the gradient of mistakes. Yeah. And they're and they're they're different mistakes and they're different mistakes so if if people want to get bogged down in a morality debate and you know here is go nuts yeah i'm just like (laughs) but no it doesn't compare to lorever even Um, it's not even the ballpark which by the way they also thought i was not aware of this cal told me this (laughs) they there was some kind of thing because i guess it was because it was a real big black siren episode that they thought that and we were going to have (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what they always say. Oh, it's a big Black Siren yeah. episode, and she takes oh, no, up she's ten in minutes. The episode, so like, it's okay. all about her. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. sure. Um, okay. Like again, that is something where uh, you know, the writer's definition of a lot of Black Siren and the audience's definition of a lot of Black Siren don't equate. Um, and so we're gonna get E2 flashbacks of her life. And they're like, oh, we're going to see Laurel Which we and Oliver. One yeah, we're like, they're going to see, we're gonna see Oliver and Laurel in <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E2. And the, it's, they're rebuilding Laurel. to Oliver. And it's going to undermine Elicity. And they were going to be together, even though that Oliver has never known Felicity, has never been with her or mm-hmm. anything, and he's dead now. Clearly, that is going to somehow infect Earth One Oliver's brain, right? And you know, it's like I you mean, guys obviously, have to stop. it makes perfect you sense, have to right? Stop. I just, you got to stop, no, you guys. Like, it it's just, no I got like, what, here's what's uh, so funny. I got an ask, and a lot of times they'll <laughs> the Laurel Lance fandom will pretend they're an Elicity fan, and so but then we they'll can tell it's them, and we can time. tell it's them, <laughs> and then we're like, you are not. It it's just sounds. Uh, so do you realize we're getting E2 Laurel flashbacks in tonight's episode, which completely undermines Elicity? Laurel fans will once again think that their ship will rise. Why is no one seeing the problem with this and how bad Beth really is? That ask is not an Elicity fan. That's a Laurel Lance fan pretending to be an Elicity fan. So I was a little snarky in my response because, you know, they asked for it. But what I love, <laughs> you know, it's so funny the stuff on Tumblr that, like, gets. A lot of attention there's like a shit ton of notes on it and i was just like you guys we know all of it like they're never going to go back to laurel and oliver i don't even think steven likes acting with katie they never have any scenes together like it was totally possible they, do, they barely talk yeah like, i don't think I, that they like each other and so i so hard i would there was this I, moment yeah. sorry <laughs> no go ahead like, yeah you're fine. You're just ranting. I'm just like, <laughs> I just can't even. I can't. It's like, they can't 
each other. They can't stand each other for less than a year. There was this moment at the end of the episode in the police station where Laurel and Felicity and Dinah were talking. And it was like, I was sitting there watching it. And I'm like, how many times has, has at least... Laurel and Felicity passed the Bechdel test tonight. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. talking about like dudes, you know, they're mm-hmm. I'm like sitting here marveling. I'm like, is this my show? <laughs> Did this happen? You know, finally we're yeah. getting this. I, yeah, it's with Siren, but who gives a shit because she's oodles better than Earth One Laurel. There I said it. Anyhow, so they're having this conversation and then Oliver kind of comes up to join and Siren peels away. Oliver and Siren, Laurel, whatever, barely even acknowledge each other and it turns into Oliver and Felicity and it's just like that's kind of basically what it amounts to if Siren's sharing meaningful scenes there with Felicity who was there pulling Siren back from the edge Felicity who's sitting there giving her her pep talks Felicity they could have very easily had Oliver it's all have been Oliver any yeah and all of that mm-hmm. if if they were really wanting to rebuild any kind of River relationship I'm sorry River fans yeah. if there's any of you listening guys it ain't there they could have very easily had Oliver fill those shoes and they didn't. They had it be Felicity and it was well, for well, What reason. I told Cal, uh, Cal is that what's going to feed them for the next eight years is Oliver gives Laurel like a half a compliment in the interview and the way Katie plays it, she just looks at him and like, Katie Cassidy has but no subtlety. And she like, no, I'm just saying, and she looks at him and I'm like, she looks like a cat in heat. And I was just like, what's going to be so funny is they're going to take that gif or jif and they are going to, they're going to live off that look and be like, see, they're meant to be. And I'm like, no, yeah, but that's an act. Exactly. Back, no. Folks? Yeah. No. I was like, that's an <laughs> acting choice. That's not in the script. Listen, the looks that all and of I don't need, yeah. each other in season two right. were mutual. Right. He was looking at her. Right. She was looking at him. Right. That was her just like glancing right. at all. It was just. And he was ignoring like, her as per just usual. Just prep for that. So. Oh, but look at how she looked at him. They're meant to be. Like, yeah. Whatever. And There's I'll no. If like they can. Stupid. Yeah. It's just like. No. <laughs> so yeah. People get a little upset. I think sometimes when I say that I like Black Siren. Because she's a murderer. I do too. And. I should, Who cares? you know, Felicity sh- deserves a friend who's not a murderer. Eh. Can we get to, to some questions? Because I put out a call for questions oh, yeah. for this podcast. And a lot of what oh, we're no, discussing. Oh, no, wait, we have to talk about, no, we'll get no, the questions. It's too late. No, it's too late. Here. <laughs> Do you have to go? No, no. Oh, okay. But I'm saying that uh, the questions will cover what we were going to talk about. Oh, Okay. So it all it all dovetails in. Jay. Okay, we have to I talk about I'm Curtis too. I can't forget about Curtis. What do you think the first question is? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Jen, do I know what I'm doing here? <laughs> well, fine. If you're gonna just like be logical and shit, then I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. First question is from Lexi Blackbriar. Hi, Lexi. Who says, how pissed is Jen that Curtis <laughs> didn't really die? I think she knows you. I mean, listen, okay, so I'm watching it. Listen, this is not a barn <laughs> store. This is not a barn store episode, okay? And so then, <laughs> so the Diaz and Curtis start fighting. And I listen. I was like, it ain't going to happen. They're going to have some lame ass. And then his neck broke. And the elation in my <laughs> heart <laughs> Would probably only be matched if 
they announced Oliver and Felicity were pregnant. And then they took it away from me. <laughs> but see, like, they didn't take it away right away because everybody online was like, no, wait, he's in the 150th episode stills. And I was just like, I didn't want to yep. believe. So, But you know what? Here's the thing. It's I, foreshadowing. I was so sad. I was so sad. It was like, it was just a feeling of like this emotional high. And then I just cratered. And I honestly went deaf. I couldn't hear any other Curtis scenes because I was deaf because they did not kill him. And I was so close to having my dream <laughs> be realized. So and then they, they're so mean really to me. Sad, That's just mean. That means it that they mean. know I want I him to die. I and then they're just die. being obstinate about it. That's mean, Mark and Beth. Don't be mean. I think he's dying in 713. See, and then Cal made me feel better. Because listen, guys, I was I was pretty sad. I was pretty sad. Was. The elation was real. I was so happy. Like, I really felt like it was like, what's that thing called when you speak it into the universe and then it happens? That's what I felt happened. I said, we spoke this into the universe and the writers are like, you're damn right. He's a shitty character. We're getting rid of him. And then they just... Like, I couldn't even enjoy that he got one up on Diaz and Diaz was shook. Like, I couldn't even enjoy that. I was just like, but he's not fucking dead. And it just really upset me. So Cal made me feel better. She said, I think they're going to kill him. But it ain't going to be. No, I'm, I don't. Here's, there's, there's a, a number of, of little reasons. Like, okay, I admit that lately my attention hasn't been as zeroed in on Arrow as it has been in seasons past. Right. I've been a little distracted doing this, that, the other thing. Right. And, but I have noticed some things. And they all add up to me thinking, Curtis died, baby. <laughs> a, I mean, obviously in the show, he's not in the mark of four. Right. Okay. That's important. He's not, he's not in the future. Okay. Right. So nobody's even talked about him. He don't make it there. Here's the thing. Ep we've seen starting tonight and through the next episode, and it looks like maybe culminating in 13, there's a serial killer. Some people think it's Stanley. If it is, I'm going to weep tears of bloody joy. Same. Same. I'm like, I need it. I need my Stan. I hope it's Stanley. Stan but anyhow, whoever it is, we got, a, we got a serial killer who's kind of going after the members of Team Arrow. And it looks like it comes to a head in episode 13. Now, when did they film episode 13? Kind of around the beginning of December, right? Right. Right. I'm right. Right. Anyhow, I noticed that Echo Kellum's social media, had the tone of his posts changed a little bit around then. Oh, really? So this is what Cal's like good his, at. Like when it was his pinned post on Twitter was like, just like a heart, like from December, early December, like when they would be filming this episode. And I'm like, hmm, something feels a little fishy here. And so... I think that if he's dying and that the episode description says that there's some bloody consequences. So, yeah, I mean, we have to get to this thing because I feel like Oliver or Steven kind of made it a didn't he say like he might regret not killing Diaz and everyone was like, oh, yes. And everybody thought, well, he's killing Lila or whatever. Right, we thought he's going to kill Lila. Curtis. Yeah. Well, don't you remember? We even mentioned it at the time that we're like, 
oh, but then why would we be upset? Because we want him to kill Curtis. Right. We're like, we don't want him to kill Lyle. We want him to kill Curtis. And we're like, but then Steve was like, well, he might kind of care. And I was like, that to me screamed Curtis. Like, if if Diaz kills Lila, Oliver's going to fucking care. But if he kills Curtis, yeah, I could see Steven being like, you know, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I just, it was, it was just, I just want them to give it to me. Just give it to me. I'm a nice person and I deserve nice things. I don't even care that much if they kill him. Like, what I said last night was like, send him off to fucking Cuernavaca with his Latin lover. I don't care. Whatever. I just want him off my show. And the fact that it's smoke technologies, because here's the other thing I've noticed. They're having Felicity do all this inventing this year, and it's not with Curtis. Like, she's making this security program, and Curtis doesn't have a damn thing to do with it. So, and you know that that's going to launch the Archer program. The Archer program is based off of this DNA tracking system that Fisk oh, yeah. has come up with. So Everybody, everybody knows that. Line. Yeah. So <laughs> that's had nothing to do with fucking Curtis, which is right. all we've ever been asking nothing. for from the second he's been on the show. I actually went on to my Twitter last night just to tweet. The only unbelievable thing about Felicity's spinal implant is that she didn't conceive, design, right. and, de- and create right. it herself. right. Because she didn't need Curtis to do a right. goddamn thing. Exactly. About that. So they introduced, <laughs> oh, he invented this spinal tech, and everybody, the audience was like, fuck you. Because we did not want, you know, it's so rare that you have a woman in STEM. And Arrow is such a male dominated show, and it's fairly male chauvinistic in nature, too. So it's just kind of like finding Felicity in it is this diamond in the rough. And she she is this amazing female character who don't need a man to you know help her brilliance and that's a lot of times what happens when you have oh the genius female character then you know we've got the dude you know he says she she has to stay stupid stuff so the guy has something yeah. to do and we're like uh-uh. and that is exactly no. what happened and I, like i said <laughs> i will give the 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 felicity stands a lot of credit because when curtis first came on the scene there was a lot of people who were like they were no nervous of they were like no thing. this is only going to turn into you know he is now replacement felicity well I, a lot of them were saying he's going to replace her and she's going to be the one who dies because we have Right. I didn't go that far, but it was like, there were some who were like, no. And I was like, no, she's not going to replace it. He's not going to replace her. But. Right. There was concern that it's going to, Arrow can't do, write these two characters well at the same time. And that turned out to be true they they can't have curtis in a scene with felicity and have them both coexist as intelligent people they have to dumb one of them down and whenever they're in a scene together felicity is always the one who who gets dumbed down it's very rare that curtis is like you know she has to help it happens but not anywhere near every now and then he'll be like oh Oh, i I don't know how to do this what do i do yeah there's an occasional and i'm like fuck yeah and i don't care i really don't care if they're like well that's sexist no it's not when you turn on your channel you can see 300 guys like oliver and curtis on any given fucking station you know this is the problem that people have with representation you know what i mean it's like oh well and this is the sad this is the bad thing about killing curtis is like yeah he is a gay man and it's not like you can turn on the tv and have 300 different k characters for them to pick from so when you kill one it's like well you just t- it's like you're thinning you already a small herd exactly it's yeah. like mm. so i get 
people being upset, like they're fridging another um, gay character, but honestly, he's so awful. You guys deserve way better than him. William, I kind of feel like might be like the like ticking off the representation bucket because God forbid you'd have more it than one. It does sound like they're they're literally bringing in gay William at the same time. They're killing, they're Curtis. killing Curtis. So it's like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Because we were, they're like, yeah. William has a secret. Right. I'm like, gee, like, I wonder William's what that gay. FYI, <laughs> Oliver and Felicity. So. We all fucking know. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. Was I pissed? <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping Cal's right. And this is just, you know, this is like handing me the bouquet and taking it away. It's like, no, you still had the bouquet in the show. I think, too, they wanted to give Kurt. Here's the other thing. You know, a lot of times when they are about to kill a character, they have them all of a sudden be amazing. Like, there's no, yeah. they're no longer making mistakes. They're just kind of like this all of a sudden. This happened with Laurel. Oh. All of a sudden, Laurel was like this badass fighter. She was super, like, sagey with the advice. She made peace with Oliver. She saved her sister. Like, Laurel hit that's completed. always like it's a bad sign. Curtis got a great win last night, right? And that should make and that should make like Echo Callum fucking nervous. Yeah. If when I was yeah. reading that in a script, I'd be like, "Oh, I still have a job." And then the next week, you find out, nope, you don't. So yeah, that, you know, Curtis got <laughs> to get one over on Diaz, and Curtis has kind of been the one where Diaz keeps kicking his ass. So that was very much a triumphant moment for Curtis over Diaz, and then he kind of had this salty. I'm going to do what the hell I want with Diggle, which was ridiculous because he works in a military organization. That's not how that works, but okay. But yeah, it was just kind of like, and so now when I looked at the 512 stills, he's in the, he's in the Mr. Terrific outfit. So I think he's going to have a great Mr. Terrific moment and then they're going to kill him. Yeah. I don't think he dies in 12. I think he he will die in 13, but yes, I agree. 100%. Yeah. They, they, the, the same signs that applied to Laurel are applying here. Yeah, I feel like Diaz, Diaz is not out of the picture. They were just getting the ghost protocol up and running, right? Right. So I we're going to have s- the serial killer in 12, but I feel like in 13 it should be more Diaz. Right? Maybe? Uh, or maybe the serial killer I think it's going to be the serial killer. Okay. Okay. All right, next question. Now that we got past Curtis. Yeah, I'm done with him. It's another one from Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Do you think Amiko is going to get to interact with Felicity and William? How do you think interactions with them might affect her attitude towards William or towards Oliver? Obviously, if she gets brought into the Queen family fold, she's going to interact with Oliver's family. I mean, absolutely. I don't think that's the focus right now, though. No, absolutely not. Got to build up the thing between her and Oliver. I feel, first, yeah, the Emiko and Oliver after. is going to be the focus for a while. So I wouldn't even. How many episodes? Don't are don't pin too Just many don't hopes. Don't pin too many that. hopes. It might be a season eight <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, they're gonna because Arrow can't. Like I said, they can't juggle that many things. It's like they can't develop a relationship with Emiko and uh, and Felicity and Emiko and Oliver. Like they can't do that. That's too much for them. It's hard. <laughs> So they're just going to focus on Emiko and Oliver. And Felicity's going to, you know, randomly leave the room. (laughs) It's like, you could stay. But she's like, no, no, I'll give you guys your privacy. That was so cute. I think going forward, what was the next part of the question? How will it affect Emiko's? Her her attitude towards Oliver. I think by the time she's really dealing with Felicity and William, she'll, will have... A good attitude about Oliver. A good attitude 
with Oliver already. I do agree. Someone tweeted out that it was kind of a missed opportunity in all of this Emiko and abandonment stuff that Felicity never talked about what it felt like for her when her father abandoned her. Yeah, it did feel like we were we were avoiding mm-hmm. the the elephant in the right. room. Right, it's bit. like Felicity could say that. Oh, I was abandoned too. That sucks to Oliver and be like oh it's like it's kind of like now that Noah was at the wedding and helped give her away it's like we forget that he was like non-existent you know for 20 years of Felicity's life it's like okay it's all better now we don't talk about that anymore oh Arrow no no I love you it's past Let's, let's just ignore that that was ever a That's thing. That's not a that thing. Was like You're like, four. it was a thing. <laughs> it's like Donna and Quentin okay. that was never spoken of again. You're like, okay, but it happened. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. Jerks. Yep. Okay. We got Dax at Newsies Mario. Hello. And <laughs> they ask, since I know you will touch on all the issues I had with last night's episode anyway, I'll throw a different question. Ha. Huh. <laughs> I think this Suicide Squad lineup is pretty lame. So if you were choosing lineup for a new squad, who all would you pick? Here's the thing. The lineup for Arrow's Suicide Squad has always been lame. That's a little spoiler. It was lame in season two. Yeah. It was lame in season three. It's lame now. I just expect Arrow's Suicide Squad to be lame. Period. End of sentence. Yeah. So if Suicide Squad is going to be lame, then poor man Suicide Squad, which is Ghost Protocol, is definitely going to be lame. Yeah, it's here's the thing. The lamest thing about the current Suicide Squad is Diaz, and that's just because we don't like him. Suicide okay, Squad had is one. Great. The Kane Wolfman is great. Cupid's great. It's just everybody has a problem with Diaz, so they're like, "Oh, Suicide Squad sucks." Well, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. You just kind of gotta be like, "Nah." I mean, Suicide Squad. The one fun. character we all yeah. love was Deadshot. <laughs> Did anybody even know who the other characters were? I guess Cupid was on it for a half a second. Cupid was on in in, in season three, and um, the guy in prison that Oliver ended up being oh, Turner, Bronze Tiger, yeah. yeah. But the only um, one everyone remembers is Deadshot. I also think that plays into our attitude, too. Well, they killed honestly, Deadshot. Honestly, Deadshot's the best. Right, yeah, they killed they Deadshot. They in it for, like, a half a second in season two, and then they killed him because he tried to run away. Yeah. They had to show, oh, we'll kill these people. Right. That's why it's called the Suicide Squad. Right. <laughs> like, um, here's one thing I will say about the Suicide Squad element from last night's episode that made me laugh out loud is when... <laughs> <laughs> when Curtis said something about like he was about to call yeah Suicide Squad and he got like interrupted yeah. I was just like ah, I don't think ah, they can say it they couldn't say ah, it but ah, it was ah, hilarious yeah. it made me laugh thank you Curtis for making me laugh yeah. before you die yeah. I yeah. appreciated it greatly yeah. yeah stupid lame but what do you expect yeah. um, next question from Chanel Roberts at Chanel 5 Design she says, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what Felicity should do when she learns about the deactivation of the Suicide Squad with Diaz playing a leading role. Does she hack Argus and get the codes to the bombs in their heads and create her own failsafe in case Diaz comes after her family? Listen, I don't think this is a thing that's going to ever be touched on. I'm sorry. I don't think it's going... I think when Felicity and Oliver learn about Diaz it's going to be more of an Oliver thing than a Felicity thing. Yeah, That's I can see I that think. happening. I just don't, I don't still don't think they're going to spend that much time on it. I think no, they're, it's, gonna... they're really not. It's, it's, don't make it a bigger deal. Well, than here's the is. thing, like <laughs> Arrow's version of apologies <laughs> and healing 
are not is, the audiences. So it's not reality. When David says he's going to heal stuff with Felicity and Oliver, you know, everyone's kind of going to be like a five minute scene. Right. It's not going to be some 15 minute discussion where no. we hash out all the issues. And I guarantee you fans will be unsatisfied with Diggle's apology. They always have. They weren't happy with <laughs> Oliver's apology in 520. No. And that was literally a full episode of Oliver apologizing. Yeah, basically. That wasn't good enough. Yeah. So no. whatever. You're, whatever happens, just be prepared it to ha- be like, oh, that's yeah. Just lame. lower your expectations, guys. Whatever <laughs> you think is going to happen, cut it in half. Because it, yes. it's just, they're going to have, oh, hey, that, that was half. dumb, Diggle. You shouldn't have <laughs> let Diaz out. Okay. I love okay. you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's okay that you're an asshole to us for the last six months. That's what it's yeah. going to be. They'll they'll ignore it, guys. Yeah. Just be aware. Oliver's not going to get mad at Dig for abandoning Felicity. None of this is going to happen. Just. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think. We all wish it would, but it's just. it's Honestly, it's, all I'm. If I get some even <laughs> modicum acknowledgement from Diggle that he's been a little lost and that he doesn't. That would. That would be, be amazing. amazing. That's yeah. like the extent of it. If Diggle can say, I didn't know my place since you are such a functioning adult now. And some aspect <laughs> of that to Oliver, I'll be that that'd would be, be fantastic. Great, huh? And then I feel like it's gonna be, you know, there might be a s- comment here or there, but it's like I said, like we said, it's gonna be like a two or three minute scene. It's not gonna be, yeah. Okay, next question is from Kara Murphy at ol four fr. She actually sent us several questions. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Kara. She's she's got some issues. Um, when William returns, do you think it will be addressed why Felicity is now inexplicably drinking buddies with the woman, at the very least partially responsible for his mother's oh, yeah. death Here and his go. father's incarceration? Yeah. No, I don't. And I don't think William's going to care. And I I'm don't think sorry, Oliver's going to care. Nobody cares. And I don't think Felicity's going to care. And I don't think Siren's going to care. And nobody's going to care. Here's the I'm story sorry. of Flax Siren. Maybe they should. Here's the story. But it's well, just not going to happen. Okay, listen. It's just not. It's just Again, this is like when you have to... I feel like there's people who take Arrow very seriously. And I am not one I of those that. people. And I, I get taking it seriously. Yeah. Like there's yeah, no, sure. I have no qualms with anything that is in that statement. Absolutely. They should not be friends they with Black should, Siren because she played friends. a role in William's mother's death. I swear <laughs> to God, the writers probably don't even remember that. Listen, Oliver shouldn't be buddies with Slade because he ran a sword through, through his, his mother. mother. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, oh, but that, was, that was the Mirakuru. <laughs> Fucking what? hell well how do you explain so, season three when you went to go visit him on the island and it was a literally a year later exactly. and he was still a nutball yeah don't even so get us whatever, started on slate listen guys whatever we think should happen just i promise okay you, but it's not gonna here's the thing here's the thing here's how it happens this is how it goes so felicity and black siren sit down with dinah and they talk about whatever that dude that you know killed her father or whatever. And they talk about how <laughs> villains on E2 are paying for their crimes. And then they're all like, oh, yay. And everyone smiles. And she says, thank you. And Felicity's like, I'm so glad that you, you know, depended on me. And we're best friends. And Laurel's like, yeah, you're not so bad. And nobody is addressing the fact that Laurel is a criminal. And that she has murdered people yeah. and has not gone to prison for it. And, like, it's, like, all okay. It's, it's, it's that line from Buffy. This is what I love. It's, like, Spike... Spike can't kill people and he's dying to like he's burning in the sun he's standing at the door with the cover on his head and he's begging for Buffy to let him in and 
he's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you haven't killed anybody lately? Let's be best friends. And she's being sarcastic. <laughs> but that is what has happened on Arrow. She, Laurel yep. hasn't killed anybody. Felicity is her uh, don't kill people sponsor. That actually hasn't changed, by the way. The, uh, it worked Laure- on Oliver. Why wouldn't it work? Right. Like, Laurel's ready to, like, scream this guy's ear out, like, no problem, until Felicity shows up. And then she's like, what are you doing here? And Felicity's like, don't do it. And she, like, literally takes her hand and rises. Like, they haven't changed Black Siren's murdery tendencies. I love it. It's though. just, it's like it. she's the va- <laughs> she's a vampire, okay? It's like she's she the vampire. She feed. And everyone's just like, she's a vampire, and she loves blood but deep down maybe there's a good person no she's just a vampire that's it's they are not going to yeah i believe listen i tweet snarky shit about black siren every week about how she's a murderer and how they need to like send her to prison and hey by the way she's a murderer and like the whole sob story which is the we most laurel thing she a murderer yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> it's the most laurel backstory oh my god it was of the all best. the backstories I was dying like listen i will bet you dollars to donuts that earth one laurel either had a tantrum about a goddamn birthday cake or would have had a tantrum <laughs> yes. or had a tantrum about any other anything of there's not it just didn't it's it not just pink candles on the cake or something she wanted it just didn't result in quentin dying right. at that particular moment right. like it did for 100 percent, 100 percent. but i guarantee i was like when she said that i was like oh now i know this is the same Laurel. exactly because that is the most in character thing i've i've heard Yes. Ever. Yes. Yeah. No. She she didn't get cake and became a murderer. That's her backstory. Whatever. So when she goes to like, yeah, it's just, (laughs) it was just. (laughs) It's not because the Lorifers like to say, oh, she went on a murderous rampage because she lost Oliver. No. 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 Backstory has nothing to do with Oliver. (laughs) She didn't even bring up Oliver. It was all about Quentin. She never talks about Oliver. Like, Okay. (laughs) whatever yeah i just listen i i will tweet a hundred million times that this is bullshit and that she needs to go to prison but at the same time i accept it's not going to happen well here's the thing i was a little like well here's the thing okay so here's the thing Beth was like, "Oh, the year is redeemed. The year is about redemption, and we're going to see character. You know what characters can be redeemed and what characters haven't. This is where maybe Cal and I diverge a little bit. And my thing is, like, we've hit redeemed with Laurel. Oliver accepts her. Felicity's her bestie. They're drinking booze together. She, everyone's telling her, everyone's telling telling her how she's honoring Quentin. She's the most favorite DA of Star City in the last ten years. So she's lawyering her best." She's got somewhere to She's fall. cooked. The bird is cooked. Okay? We're at episode 11. That's not good. Like, where is there for her to go? And I'm saying the in the climb into the ascension to the top. She's at the top. Listen. There's nowhere for this character to go but down. If Felicity's big disappointment for the season, because let's be honest, Felicity gets a big disappointment absolutely, every Absolutely, absolutely. That's just how the show if works. If her big disappointment for season seven is that Laurel did not fully evolve to good Laurel right. and backslid into be- evil Laurel. Yes. 
If that's Felicity's big disappointment. I'm okay with it. I'm Which okay with it, I fan. think that's exactly what happens. I do think that we're not headed that towards. That sounds fine to me. I'm fine with it. And that's where we're yeah. headed. I don't. I, and that might be some of my whatever. Who gives a fuck? Because I think, yeah, you know, I was like, the sooner they ramp. It's like killing yeah. Oliver in the yeah. middle of the season. That's when we want it to happen. You want them to kill Oliver in the middle of the season because then they got to fucking bring him back. Having Laurel and Felicity be friendly, friendly, buddy, buddy, drinking buddies in the interim, I'm not hating it. It's cute. Okay. It's Felicity fine. gets to hang out with another chick and pass the Bechdel test and not be all about Oliver and holding his hand, although she did a lot of that in last night's <laughs> episode. You know, I don't really care. Well, I, I really, everybody wants I feel like her I to should, be besties with non-murderers. Don't. And I'm well, my thing what? is she we married. Don't have a big pool to pick. Listen, from. she married one. <laughs> yeah, she did. Sorry, she loves that murderer. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Like, here's the thing. Um, there is a Oliver Laurel correlation. You know, bad yeah. shit happened oh, yeah. to Oliver, and he came back, and he was killing people. So Felicity thinks I can bring. So back she Laurel looks too. at Laurel, and she's like, "Okay, she was killing people." Like, She's like Cher as a villain, Venus. like she wasn't killing people so good could come out of it. She was just killing people just to kill people. Yeah, That's yeah. the differential between the two of them. So it doesn't surprise me that Felicity's like, oh, I can harness the no. light in her too. She's literally like Cher from Clueless. You know, she's like makeover project. Right, exactly. You know? Yes. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, this the fact that Laurel went to go kill that guy was a very big oh, yeah. tip off that that we haven't Maybe like erased everything 100%. no and i and my thing is if we want to check off all the redeem boxes in episode 11 that's fine with me because they don't have anywhere to go with her now other than make her a villain and the, that's what i've been arguing about with people from the beginning is beth was saying you know laurel's in the best place starting out in the season and i'm like well then that only leaves one place for her to go. You're either going to keep the character stagnant and in the exact same spot, which is where they were, which is what they were doing with Laurel in season four, and then they killed her because they didn't have anywhere else to go with her. Or you're going to take Black Siren and you're going to make her, you know, I'm not saying she's going to be as bad of a villain, but they're going to, you know, have her walk on the dark side. And I, I think that that's an important thing to do because it needs to we need to liken it to Oliver in some way and that Oliver well, and chooses to be a good person that no right. matter how much you gotta you have, have influence to right as, no Oliver. matter you know here's his here's the thing we give a lot of credit to Felicity we give a lot of credit to Diggle for the person Oliver Queen is and yes they deserve that um credit but there comes a point where it's just Oliver choosing to be these things you know, and a great way to contrast that is to show Laurel having all the same influences that Oliver had and then still choosing to be bad. Right. That's just that just comes from a standpoint that re- redemption is not out of your control. You know, that if Laurel wants to be redeemed, she has to choose it. And if she doesn't choose it, well, then that's on her. So I, I do think we're headed that way. I don't know if we're going to get to the as as evil as I want to get to with Laurel. But I, I don't think she's just going to stay. She's going to stay redeemed. I don't. Because she's already there. In, in Arrow's definition, the only way that they could keep her as a good character in my mind 
is if they do what Cal's idea was and they send her to prison at the end of the year. But I don't even think that's going to happen. I think that I, I think she's more interesting as a villain, and I don't think I Arrow is interested in not making her a Here's villain the thing. because that's Katie's acting strength. And I think Here's the thing. yeah, I just don't think that they're that that I give up. On I that. feel should be should be pointed out at least. Mm-hmm. Curtis isn't in the mark of four. Neither is Siren. Right, okay. and Siren hasn't shown up in the flash forwards either. She's a fairly no. like. I'm sorry. If we're talking the scale of supporting characters, I ranked it. I ranked Dinah and Renee higher than Black Siren in terms of like screen time. So they're introducing the characters we don't give a shit about first. I would certainly think right. Black Siren's in there. So there's something that happened with Black Siren that made her not be part of the Mark of Four, and we have yet to see her or have mention of her and I think they're doing that specifically because again they won't want to tip off you know where she landed on this whole redemption arc but I have always thought that the writers believe she's more interesting as this villain character if she stays a villain that's automatic um, contrast particularly if they've developed a friendship with her. Here's the thing. Black Siren has no real connection to Team Arrow. She's not their Laurel. All she was doing was walking around with Laurel's face. Oliver didn't give a shit about her. Felicity didn't give a shit about her. Those two don't give a shit about you. You don't have a place on this TV show. And the only way they could connect her was this ridiculous storyline with Quentin wandering around and thinking she was his daughter. So they've eliminated that, and now they have Felicity. They've connected her with Felicity. And yes, I know this drives people nuts that Felicity is basically like, they use Felicity to prop all these other characters. I don't think it's propping. I I think this was a legitimate storyline that they need to explore with Black Siren. The minute you introduce an evil version of Laurel, you need to explore, can she be a good version? You know, I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is their answer to that question, because I don't feel like the things that Laurel has done have legitimately earned her redemption. Oliver went to prison for his crimes. He went to jail. OK, he's a murderer and he did go to jail. So I don't have a problem with the people Oliver's killed anymore because he paid for his crime and he came out a good person. Fine. Me and Oliver squared on the murdering thing. Okay. And they were also bad people. So I was more okay with it than I was about Laurel. But um, now they need to connect her. The only way you stay on the show is if 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 you're connected to Oliver and Felicity. That's how this works. So they've developed a relationship with her now. So now when she goes evil... There's this dramatic push-pull. And it's going to be about Oliver and Felicity's reaction to, to her, her being evil. Because they've put investment into her. More than it's going to be about her. Right. So that automatically creates drama. That make you happy. Right. That creates <laughs> drama. And people might not like that. Well, why should Felicity care? She wasn't real. Lo- it doesn't matter. You got to let that go. It doesn't matter. That just, You're going you to have to let that yeah, go. She's invested it. in forget Laurel it. and she's seen potential in Move Laurel. Ahead. And then Laurel's like, fuck that potential. And I'm going to go bad. This is this is the problem. I've a lot of people lot ha- build these expectations, and they expect the story to go in the way that makes sense in their heads. And listen, it makes sense in my head. It makes sense in Jen's head, but that's not what the show is doing. And 
it causes stress as a viewer, as a fan, as an invested fan, for a show to, to constantly be going against what you think they should be doing. It, it's, it's a stressful, anxiety, unhappy feeling. And what I've learned, you know, over the course of seven years, but more so in the last year or so, is letting go of those specific expectations and just letting the show do what the show wants to do really helps me not feel so anxious and angry and, and irritated with, with how things are going all the time. You just kind of take it at face value. And as I told Jen last night, pretty much all I pay attention to anymore is Felicity and Elicity. So from that perspective, last night was great. Felicity got a lot of great time. She, um, she and Oliver were cute together. We got a little kiss and everything. So I was like, okay, well, I don't see a problem. Well, I feel like um, one of the reasons why I'm okay with Black Siren is I feel she's a more honest version of Laurel. She is such a much more I mean, this is the behavior I felt that Laurel yeah. really felt. They're finally, like, it feels like they're finally exploring, like, Laurel's dark side. Right. It was like Earth this one whole never good Laurel, our version of Laurel, was all of a sudden besties with Felicity and they haven't put any effort. There was no development of that relationship and they were both in love with the same guy. So my thing was that does not feel true. I did not believe for a second that Laurel and Oliver even liked each other, let alone loved each other. Um, on and this is comp- and I say this for season three and season four. I don't think they liked each other, but it was always just paved over like, oh, she's family, we're besties, and none of that dramatic. You know, it would have been more interesting if Laurel and Felicity didn't like each other. It would have been more interesting if Laurel and Oliver. You know, we didn't wrap a bow on all of their problems yeah. together, but they were we never going to do that because she's that. Black Canary and she right. has to be the hero. So this time they're not interested in paving over some of that drama. I agree that they are not addressing the murdering aspect and her role in Samantha's death. I agree with that. But I think one of the reasons why they're not addressing it is because this relationship thing that she has with Felicity and Oliver is not going to be a permanent thing. Right. They just, they, they built her up too fast and we were ramping things up. You know, it's kind of like Elicity getting engaged in the middle of the season should have been a tip off to us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, really it should have been a we tip off. Hopeful. We were too hopeful. So, but we were in season four. We hadn't learned all the lessons right. that we have they, learned. They learned now. us. We learned some lessons. <laughs> so I, I just, and I, and I might be wrong. I might be wrong about this and they're just going to keep her at this are. level and it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, do, I don't, I don't think that's what's happening. I, I just, I think you're probably I just, right. They're lacing you know? it too much with this darker side of her. I've been hesitant to really want to believe that. I know. Because like, we'll be I bummed if, she's, if, yeah. if she stays good. Let me just be honest. If she stays good, I'll be bummed. And here's the reason. It's not because I need some additional no. confirmation no. that like, oh. In, in, we already have it. <laughs> well, it's like, okay. Oh, Jen doesn't want Laurel to be good because then that erases E1 Laurel's death. That is the biggest pile no. of bullshit on the planet that baby she's dead (laughs) they didn't erase jack she's dead and even if you and even if you make 
Black Siren a good person. She's never going to be E1 Laurel. Katie doesn't play her the same way. The writers don't write the character the same way. They have completely different personalities. It's just, it is what it is. Uh So that's not why. The reason why I enjoy it, I enjoy Black Siren evil. I think Katie does a better job acting it. I think that feels like a more more honest relationship with Team Arrow. It would be interesting if Team Arrow had a villain that they weren't trying to fight and stop every week where they occasionally work with the person, but they don't really trust them. That would be interesting, you know? We need... Now that we don't have Merlin. We don't have Merlin. Yeah, there's there's a job opening here, you guys. And it doesn't even have to... Merlin's connection was to Thea. And I know everybody hates Katie and they hate any version of Laurel. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't. I don't hate Katie and I don't hate any version of Laurel. Laurel Because, well, I didn't. Yeah, hate is a strong word. Or dislike. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true for some people that they hate Katie and they hate any version of Laurel. And that's fine. I'm not saying that's wrong. I disliked Earth One laurel because i felt that they that she was irrelevant they didn't do anything with her they didn't there was nothing interesting with nothing interesting about and even the big arcs where it was like oh this is going to be amazing it was like our big argument for her death in season four was that her death makes her more interesting than she ever was in right and that's still true and it's still true about Earth One Laurel. Right. Earth, uh, Earth Two Laurel, Siren, whatever. She's interesting in her own right, right, which is kind of new for this this actress. This right, you know, for for Katie playing this character. Right. And so, yeah, I don't. I don't hate, hate it. it. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I don't. I'm I like the snap. It. They have found a new energy between Emily and Katie. I mean, David said it himself. He was like, nobody saw that coming. I wouldn't have said that that no. would have worked. And yet it does. There's a nice snap, pop, pop, crackle kind of between the two of them that I'm enjoying. Do I think it's going to stay there? I think it'll stay there as long as Laurel remains, you know, we need On this edge. <laughs> well, she needs to keep this edge. Yeah. And right now, she all does. the flowery compliments, everyone's basically saying, there, you did it. You're just like our Laurel. And she's no. not comfortable right now. Like, she's feeling like we're she's at a, Itching against the Yeah, that whole you know. slamming the guy up against and going back to her murdery ways. That felt Like, there is a thing her. that we can talk about with, true, with what is true nature. So, I, that's interesting to me. They have made it interesting to me. I am very curious to see which side of the, of the line she's going to end up on. And I'm not going to apologize for that. It's completely fine if people don't like it and they don't like Laurel and they don't like Katie. But, and, we, but we I, I don't mind it. And I've just let no. go of some <laughs> of the stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. tweet about her being a murderer. I'm going to make fun of her for being a murderer. I'm going to say this is bullshit. But, we're not real but, but I'm not worried about, about it. it. I think the reason why they're not addressing the murder stuff because she's going to go back to it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think I think that's where it's headed. So this this is one of those storylines you can't judge until the end. Right. I really think that. Right. I'm really withholding um, judgment on the full arc until I see where she ends up in seven. Because I'm very curious about that. I agree. Okay, next question. Because we're spending too Sorry, long. Sorry, Laurel. Questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, again, from Kara Murphy, she asks, do you think the writers will fall through and kill Curtis or is the fake out in 7-Eleven the closest we're going to get? As I already yeah. said. They're going to kill him. I think they're going to kill him in 713. Yep. Could be wrong. Callie sold Don't me on I it. Am. They're killing him. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. And next one. Do you think they picked the right person from the past to haunt Black Siren or should it have been the family of the security guard she executed <laughs> in season six because she was bored? Listen, I think they did. Because, yeah, it's past since it's like, yes, that is one of her past sins, but this is like a little bit more about her origin story and a show like this is a more interested in tackling the origin story before they tackle the near past issues well again you know it can you got to connect it back to oliver queen if you're not getting connected to oliver you, you got no place on the show which was the problem with oliver Laurel. had no connection with the security guard from season six no. well it, they had to connect it to to laurel's black siren's father her version of yeah, Quentin because this was we were talking it's about it's father it and sons so this was fathers and yeah. daughters and fathers and sons and so you know she right. started this as I want vengeance um for my dad which isn't too far off a stone's throw from where Oliver started I that's right. not the same there was a, there was a little comparison there's a little bit there, of a comparison there yeah. yeah and you know Felicity even said hey if someone killed my dad I would be wanting revenge and we would be cheering her on the point is that Black Siren, instead of just, like, getting the guy arrested or whatever, she killed him. So she stepped over the line. Or she thought she had. Right. And Turns Oliver is acknowledging <laughs> his role in things that he did wrong, how he compounded Robert's sins. So Laurel is right. struggling to kind of, what am I really to blame for and what am I not? She thinks she's to blame for Quentin, Quentin dying. And the yeah. missed opportunity is like, you're, you're crazy. crazy. No. But the missed opportunity they have is that nobody after that was like, okay, you are also responsible for killing all these other yeah. people. They didn't say that. So no, it's like, no, I understand why people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is my point. Everyone talks about but murderers. No, I do and think it was the right, the right villain. I think it's fine. I don't really, I mean, I'm, yeah, whatever. That worked. It's fine. It's it's, fine. Yeah, I'm just not that, I'm just not that invested. No, neither am I. Um, next one, again from Kara Murphy. She says, are you getting frustrated with how the show is having Oliver pay for all his father's sins? And are the writers ever going to stop having the city and the SCPD <laughs> having little no respect for Oliver? I'm not frustrated, but I think you are. Kara, I'm sorry if you are. Because it's Kara's like frustrated said, with it Arrow. Sucks, <laughs> it sucks when you're frustrated with the show We're that sorry, you're invested with. And yeah, I'm not sure what, what the best answer is. For me, it was kind of drawing back some of my, my investment and drilling down on what I do care about and ignoring the rest. And Although, can I just be honest? If you have a hmm. problem with Oliver feeling guilty for Robert Queen's sins, you're watching, you're the, watching the wrong show. <laughs> that's the show. Yeah, that's basically what Arrow that's is about. The show. So no, I don't have a problem with having him pay for his father's sins he's not because that's paying. basically I mean, the premise of the show. But he's not. That's the point. I mean, no, if you're saying Oliver's not. paying he's for Robert's sins, look, he's got some yeah. heat on him from the little <laughs> sister, okay? But it's not going to end up there. No. Okay? It's going to be fine. And I, I'm sorry. Fine. Oliver screwed up. He should have He should have come clean about Hatchet. He didn't. So that was right. If they're moving Oliver, if they're making Oliver Jesus, which is what they're doing, he can't have any sin. So this is confession. He's confessing. Okay, so he confessed his sin. He's saying, I should have told Hackett. And damn right, he should have. He should have told Sam what happened. He didn't. He made the same mistake that 
Robert did, which is lying. And Robert created a false persona. And that's what everybody has a problem with with Oliver. There's a false persona. Oliver has done it him the same thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, Robert has wandered, wandered, around, wandered around town, everyone thinking he's the swellest guy, when he was a murderer and a cheater, a cheater and he abandoned his baby. Okay, so Emiko is just like, fuck you. Fuck you, queens. And I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm with you because they suck. And Oliver, she's, she feels Oliver's the same as Robert because he created a false persona. Like, literally created one <laughs> with a mask. So... Oliver owning up to that and saying, yeah, I've made some of the same mistakes as my father is not wrong. It's not bad. It's good. And he has. That's true. That's a true statement. So it's not really about Oliver paying for Robert's sins. It's Oliver paying for his own sins. And that's fair. And it's about Oliver acknowledging acknowledging that his father is flawed. Yes, the city and the SCPD are a little rough on Oliver, but... Listen, Star City. Their Star City is filled with why. a bunch of ungrateful twats. Oh yeah. All right, this true. isn't Central City. We're not getting coffees named after us. They're not going to appreciate Oliver until he's dead. It's Superman. Right. We're in Batman versus Superman. It's like, oh, Batman realizes Superman was a good guy all along. Well, of course he was, you dumb shit. But he had to die on the cross like Jesus before Batman realized that, and then the whole world realized it. Okay, so that's what's happening. So everyone's going to be like, everyone's going to see what Felicity yeah. sees. I know everyone's frustrated with everyone constantly bagging on Oliver, but you have to stop and realize the writers are doing this for a reason. Yeah. They're not just doing it because they think it's fun to shit on no. Oliver. There's a story reason for it. And you just kind of either have to, for yourself, figure out what it might be or Here's the wait thing. and see what it Here's is. Here's the thing, audience, fans. Guess what? You're in on the truth. You know Oliver is an amazing guy. We're Felicity. Okay? SCPD doesn't We know, know the truth. Star we City believe. We believe. We believe in Oliver. We know Oliver is a hero. We know he's a good guy. So it's frustrating for us to hear anyone not accept the truth. Okay? So we're already ahead of, of Star City and the other heroes and all this other stuff. All these other people who don't get it. We get it. Okay, that's what makes us fans. And we love Oliver and we're protective over him. But what we're trying to say is the other people who are bashing on him, they're going to get it. It's going to happen. But Oliver has to keep getting more and more selfless and bigger and bigger sacrifices for everyone to see what's plain as day in front of his eyes, in front of their eyes. And then they're going to realize it was plain as day in front of their eyes while they were being obstinate little twats. It's going to, it's going to circle back. It's going to suck. That's, that's how, that's how hero stories work. These are the trials and tribulations and nobody believes in you and the hero has to believe in themselves. We're we're doing it. And then it all comes around where they're like, oh, he saved the world. It'll it'll all be okay. It's going to be okay. It's frustrating now, but. Uh, Here's the thing. What you have to, if you're getting frustrated, if you think Arrow is like, oh, everyone's begging on Oliver. Oliver's the show. He's the sun and everything revolves around him. But he's still the sun. You know what I mean? So it's never going, Arrow's never going to end the show with Oliver being this hated person who couldn't save the city no that's 
it's not right. ever happening. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I, he's going to save the city and he's going to be beloved. You know, here's the thing. Everyone gives a lot of crap. Um, air a lot of crap about pulling from uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. And that's fair because they do. And they've readily admitted that they started the show as a reaction to, you know, Batman. Dark Be- Dark, yeah, the Dark Knight. Okay. What happens at the end of the Dark Knight? Batman dies, dies. No, quotes. that was the third oh the one. third one. But through was. the second up until the third, Batman's a hated person. They don't like Batman. They think Batman is you know not a good guy. And then all of a sudden he like saves them from a nuke, and it's like oh he really was a good guy. Oh, and then they build a, a statue. Guy. That's what's happening. They're gonna build right. an Oliver Queen statue It'll in be Star awesome. City. It'll look better. It's than gonna look Laurels. better than Laurels, <laughs> and everyone's gonna think he's dead forever, and everything goes to shit because that's what happens when you take the sun away. Right. You get dark, and then they're gonna bring him back to life, and it's gonna be sunshine everywhere. The light is gonna be beautiful, and it's gonna Just obliterate everything. And the, have a what I was saying to Ke- I think something that <laughs> the reason why they're harping so hard on this is because they're saying Oliver's the key. It's not right. enough to just have Felicity and Diggle. I'm sorry. I know everyone's going to hate that I said that. But it's not... Felicity and Diggle can't fix Star City. There is... And it's not enough for Renee to do it. Oliver just can't form a team and everything's going to be fine and then he can, de- he, can, he can peace out. They're not... They're saying that there's something special about who Oliver is. That that's he's what gonna inspires be the, one who the can city. Ultimately, save the city. Right, and he's like, the only he's, one. He's he's the secret ingredient. He's the key. He is the only one. Right, and he's the only one. They're gonna get there, but what they're saying is, Just what Oliver has done <laughs> is not as can't be replicated. At least, right, in the scenarios in which they're presenting us with now. Once Oliver gets there, and he's like. The, the messiah then okay we can introduce more apostles and they can go out and spread the word of jesus that's what's happening so, but for right now we still need jesus to do his thing because we don't know he's jesus yet it's like we're just kind of jesus is walking around like you know making loaves hand out loaves and fish and everyone's like i don't know he seems like a good, i don't know what's going on. no one knows what's going on it's just I think sometimes with all this begging on Oliver, we're like, oh, Arrow hates Oliver. No, they're begging on him because they're trying to say they're he's amazing. Story. You got to wait. You just got to wait. wait. I'm sorry. It. Wait for yeah, it. Wait, wait for, for it. it. <laughs> um, waiting sucks, but I get it. We get it, it though. Um, S3. Sri is me. At Sri is mm-hmm. me. Asked, do you think the show might get rid of Curtis Diaz and or Black Siren this season and possibly make Ben and Cat regulars for S8. Well, listen, I'd hope to see more Ben and Cat because I dig them. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Um, obviously, I think Cur- Curtis is dying. Obviously, I think Diaz leaves around episode 14. Mm-hmm. Black Siren's didn't, not going anywhere. I didn't, didn't the guy who plays Diaz yeah, he tweet Kurt, something? He tweeted out something. During like episode 14. It's been real. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be gone. Curtis is going to be gone. Siren will stick around for however long Katie feels like doing the show. And that's that. Yep. Basically. Um, uh, Kara Murphy again. Hi, Kara. <laughs> 
Did the promo for the 150th episode change your hopes, expectations for this episode? It definitely changed my expectations. Listen, all the promo showed was fighting the serial killer guy. There was nothing about the documentary in it, so... There was nothing, because guess what? The The promo is trying to pretend like we don't know know about the documentary. They want it to be a big surprise next week, so act surprised. Act surprised. You don't don't know about Kelsey Grammer. It's going to be great. No, we don't know about that yet. No, I think it's going to be... I I think it's going to be a good episode. If it's not, oh well. The, the promo didn't want to give any of the good stuff away, and I'm glad because I like. Yeah, they've the really reined it in on promos, and I'm fine with that. I don't like it when they spoil yeah, everything no, in the promo. The promo, but does like not that's the other thing. Like promos are not a complete picture, and episode descriptions are not a complete picture. No, someone got all pressed you about kinda? the epi- the promo or the episode description for last week's, where it was like. You know, we were Oliver and Felicity work on their marriage. So I was like, well, they did. They were married. So I I think you got to like, they're trying to like get people to watch, but it's, they're not going to give away the store. So they're, it's, they're very, episode descriptions are misleading. That's just, that's just what they are. You can't, it's not like, it's just not, it's just, they are. It's just, I don't know what else to say. They're misleading. I was, they've been misleading me for 37 years. (laughs) Okay. They're all Kara Murphy also also asked us what we thought. This is a fairly obscure question. <laughs> what Bruce Springsteen song will be chosen as the <sighs> seven twenty one ep title? So Listen. hi, we're not Mark Guggenheim, <laughs> and I don't love <laughs> Bruce Springsteen the way that man loves Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, I don't know. No I'm idea. sure it'll be great. Listen, I, can I, I be c- honest? <laughs> what? I don't give a shit about those kind of questions to Mark anymore. He married my OTP. I'm good. Like that stuff was fun when it was like, will they, won't they with Oliver and Philistine? Are we going to like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what, where are we, where are we at in the status of their emotional I trajectory? Honestly, I honestly don't know what it'll be, but I'm sure it'll be one of those things that will confuse us when we first see it. And then after we see the episode, we'll be like, oh, okay, I get it now. And because that's exactly what's happened every single year, and it'll be fine. Actually, it's a 722 episode title. Yeah. It's the the 22nd episode is always a Bruce Springsteen song. I don't care. You know, one of these days, they're going to name one, I'm on fire, and I'm going to, like, be happy because that's my favorite. Yeah, I'm just kind of like... But, like, my concern about how this matches up to the lyrics, like, that was a very that's season three, no. season four, yeah, season that's, five that's thing. Yeah, that's on years But, like, that. now that they're married, and I know they're not, <laughs> okay. I know, here's the thing, yeah. I know they're not going to break them up. Like, I'm not remotely yeah. worried about that. No. I think if you're still, oh, I have to search for Bruce Springsteen lyrics to find hope for my ship. Listen, the Bruce Springsteen lyrics, don't. the title, have nothing. You don't. And they had never have They never had really anything. match up to... To, to do, Mark with just likes Bruce Springsteen. Just like that's just his thing. It's about the show. It's like me it's liking sparkles. Like I like sparkly things. Does it have? It, does it mean much to people around me? No. Does it have extra it. meaning? No. That's <laughs> Mark. Like that's my thing with his Bruce Springsteen is like his whoopee. No, no. Like, that you're thinking Billy. Oh, Joel. Billy Joel. Sorry, I thought he liked Bruce Springsteen no. too. No. Well, they they name. Oh, you're right. Okay, sorry. I got confused. See, I don't even. Ca- I can't yeah, even keep the fucking singers straight. She can't like, that's how she much can't. I don't care. That's really yeah. So we don't know. Whatever. We'll okay. Like, there was okay. one that d- is the one about Buffy still there. Have we gotten to that one? 
No, but that's what we're going to talk about at the end. Just okay, patience, I'm grasshopper. Like, excited about that. One more thing before you can talk about mm. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Soph at Sophia7470. Yeah. And it's she so says, I listened I listened to the Fab Watch Overcast on my lunch break. You guys were chatting about when Beth said something regarding not liking happy endings. I remember the article. I think it's this one. She linked Oh, she linked it. it. That a girl. The she says the actual quote is we don't like the hev- happily ever afters apparently she was talking about thea and roy and i think kind of joking so it's not quite uh, as bleak as i don't like happy endings but i'm not surprised some people read it that way so f- ah, you're doing so god's you work are, this interview yes, you has are. eluded us for a very long time and it's been it bugs the shit out of me and cal when we can't find these interviews and yeah, we could not find this one we're like we don't know what the fuck you're talking about so here's but the no, that's key if you're gonna ask us about an interview please for the love of jesus send a link to it so we can read it yeah no it definitely sounds like that totally sounds like like a prep for killing thea which has nothing to do with oliver and felicity's happy ending well no in it but it's she was talking about thea and roy and kind of joking and she says why i don't know we don't like the happily oh that's totally her haha off the cuff that doesn't mean anything it was was i would even say that's sarcasm I can't even believe people took that as across the board. Beth that hates, hates happily happy endings. Like I'm Oliver's so not even in the end. right. Like you guys, I'm gonna start calling y'all like you're Oliver's little long lost sisters, drama queens, blowing something up from what is just like a little off the cuff joke into right. this is Beth saying she's theory on we hate happiness, happiness. like no like, calm down okay, everyone guys. settle I knew it Relax. had to be something like that because I was Put like down the first of all if the fandom is not freaking the <laughs> fuck out about it then it's pretty good chance that you misunderstood the article <laughs> if Beth said I don't love happy endings this would have been like hellfire reigneth down on twitter there's no way you could have missed this article. Oh People would have been God. flipping their shit. And I was like, there was nothing. There was nothing. I was like, you this guys. cannot be a thing. This is not what Please she said. I know it's not what anymore. she said. I love you, Soph. You're the best person ever. Thank you. Thank you very much for helping yes. us. Yes. Because, holy crap, it's exactly kind of the same sort of thing. I thought it might be. Right. And... That cracks me up. Okay, now we can talk about your Buffy thing. Okay, so wa- we got sent something at Watch Over. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll read yeah. it. Hold on. Well, and I don't want to be like. Yeah, I just gotta scroll a little bit more. It's yeah, fine. I just. Okay, wanna... so three had sent us at three is me had sent us. She said, "I initially thought Oliver would be brought back to life soon after his crossover death, but then I came across this theory, where he comes back to life twenty years later to save Star City. Do you have any thoughts on that?" And it was a really kind of, you know, lovingly crafted theory on somebody's Tumblr where she made a parallel between Buffy in the episode The Gift, where Buffy sacrificed herself, Mm -hmm. and Oliver Queen, saying that death is is Oliver's Mm -hmm. gift. And that he was going to come back 20 years from now. In the future, he's going to come back to life, I guess, come back to life in, in 20 years after he's been dead for 20 mm-hmm. years. Yep, that's how I read it. save Star City then. in the future. And I'm just like, oh, God, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I don't want to beg on anyone's 
I'm not. This is like they are perfectly. This is a perfectly acceptable. Like no one needs my permission to theorize or no, no. And it's it's, and I just have a different. I just have a very different interpretation of Buffy, which is close to my heart. And of Oliver. And Oliver. See, I. Well, and I don't like always saying because this happened on this show, it's going to happen on this show. Because the, the shows aren't said, the same. Well, because the showrunner once said, we like Buffy, that they're obviously going Any? to do everything that Buffy did. It's first like saying all, that Beth likes This Is Us, so right. obviously first everything is going to follow This Is Us. Okay. It doesn't happen that way. Whedon, however you personally feel about Whedon, Whedon was enormously um, influential in terms of the way these shows are formatted and references to pop culture. And so people saying nowadays that they love Buffy and they are influenced by Whedon that, and they're making a show on the CW that just, duh, you know what I mean? Like that's just, of course they are. So I would say there's plenty of writers on plenty of shows who are fans of Whedon and fans of Buffy. That doesn't mean that they're going to do what Buffy did. It's just, they don't equate. Um, I have very specific views on the heroes arcs for Buffy and Oliver. Buffy started out very hopeful and um, shiny and full of life and and her and this is Whedon. He's dark. Okay. So her arc is her loss of innocence is essentially what it is. And bit by bit, year after year, things are stripped from Buffy and taken from her okay so when she gets to this point in season five she is very afraid that she's becoming this hard unfeeling person to do her job as the slayer that she's not even really able to grieve her mother's death because she's this unemotional robot and so when they tell her that death is her gift she's like oh it's true i this is what i do i'm only good at death i can only kill things okay that's the way she takes it and when she's up on that scaffold with Dawn, it dawns on her Ta-da! <laughs> that that's not what they meant. What they meant was death is her gift that she, after all of her sacrificing, after all of the things that she has done, after everything she's lost, she gets to find peace. But that's ultimately the, the journey for her. Okay. Now they didn't end the show there. I firmly believe they should have. Okay. Um, you're taking a character from life to death. That's Buffy's arc. Okay. Very different show, much darker. Okay. And when they brought her back, she was very dark. And then they kind of tied a happy bow on it that, oh, she's not the only slayer. And, you know, everybody gets to ba- bear the burdens. No, Buffy doesn't have burdens and she can be having a happy life. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't, I, I think we didn't have to come up with stuff after he got the additional two years, but whatever. Um, I feel Oliver is, is the opposite arc. He's going from death to life. Okay. Oliver isn't afraid of death. He does not fear that he is like some hardened criminal or hardened killer because he believed he was. <laughs> okay. And so death isn't a gift for him. It's just confirmation of what, of, of, it's just following through on where he started. He was essentially a, a dead man walking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Oliver's trajectory is about regaining life okay 
So he's had all these things stripped away from him in the beginning, and he still has things stripped away from him, but he's also learning that in the process of losing things, he has to hold on to things too, that there's a balance. And it's about bringing Oliver bit by bit, slowly by slowly, back to life. And that he, um, instead of almost being suicidal, he wants, he wants to live his life, okay? So that's, that's the opposite trajectory. That's why we say falling in love with Felicity brings Oliver back to life, because it did. He, find, he finds a renewed purpose. And that's why I feel very strongly that Oliver should not die, because it's just a perfunctory, um, you know, okay, we're just completing. He started off dead, and we're going to end him physically dead, even though spiritually he's alive. Eh, no. It has a more impact and more meaning to me if he ends up living in the end, because that that's, that's what scares Oliver, okay? He's getting better at it, but living... Living with pain, living with loss, and, you know, that's what's scary to him. He's not afraid of dying. In fact, the monitor commented on it. He's like, oh, you're really not afraid of this. He's like, you're just ready. Oliver's ready to go at a drop of a hat. He's ready to throw down. He's ready to lose his life no matter what because he, he's just, that's just who he is. But life is just a much more scary proposition to him. So I have, I feel like they're very opposite trajectories and I, I don't think people really, they don't really like when I say that Buffy is moving from life unto death, but it was, it was a much darker heroic arc for her. She was very, and I don't feel like it was suicidal. She just knew she was sacrificing herself for something Instead of having something stripped from her and w another thing taken, she was going to give of herself to stop that from happening. So I don't think Oliver, I think they're going to kill him, but I don't think he stays dead for 20 years. He can't stay dead. That's gross. I think the point oh, is... some moldy Well, corpse. I think the point of this he'd is be, kind of be, like... He'd be reactivated 20 years younger than his wife. Why would I no. want that? That's Well, gross. here's the other thing. This kind of feels a little bit, this season feels a little bit like the Felicity season finale. So when Felicity on the WB um, ended, they kind of, they got canceled and they, you know, did the whole graduation episode, blah, 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 blah. And then the network decided, oh, we need, we want four more episodes. <laughs> so everyone came back and did four more episodes. And what they did was, well, what if Felicity had chosen Noel instead of Ben? And we got to see that whole storyline. This is what would have happened if she chose Noel, chose Noel. I'm not saying they did a good job with it. I'm just saying, okay. So what I'm saying they're doing now is we get to see what happens if Oliver dies. Okay? Like we're seeing it. And then they're not going to do it. Then they're going to do, oh, nope he's going to live and then everything's going to be happy. But they're giving us the, you know, it's like the choose your own adventure. You get to read what happens when he dies, but it's not necessarily a permanent thing. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to anyone? It does. Okay. Make sense. So it's kind of like they want us, they want to kill Oliver and they want to explore those themes. They want to show us that, Oh no, he was really the secret sauce and they really do need him. Okay, and they get to do all the horrible Felicity's, you know, all these horrible storylines that, you know, for a dark show, you know, they want to explore, but they're not going to leave it there permanently because we're not watching Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> so, Aww. or Breaking Bad. 
So, yeah, I just, it, 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 no, that doesn't work for me if he stays dead. That doesn't work. I, this is going to be a short-term death. Think that Arrow is just like Buffy or just like Sons of Anarchy or just like Breaking Bad. And whenever somebody says that, I'm like, my God. It's not. It's the opposite. <laughs> I Am I misunderstanding all the shows in question because I don't see it at all. Listen, I can get cheesed off about the Vampire Diaries. God knows I can. But there is a... I understand them starting with vampires and ending with that vampire's death. Like, that makes sense from, like, a sinful, horrible monster ultimately dying and saving other people's lives. That makes sense. Okay. But Oliver... I just very much view Oliver as is essentially spiritually dead. It just doesn't really put a cap off on it and and because he suffered so much it just doesn't it just really doesn't put a cap on it um the way that living is free. I am perfectly uh able to admit I could be wrong about this and they have absolutely every intention of killing him and leaving him dead, but I feel like if that was the case we would not be doing these flash forwards. Because essentially what yeah. happens is we've seen this horrible world. We're going to see them separated for their children. They get all this drama, drama, drama. And then let's say we let's say eight's the last season and they kill Oliver in the mid-season finale. And then basically it's all about trying to get Oliver back for two or three episodes. And then he ends up saving the city. And we avert um, the dystopian future and we get to see William and... Uh, 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 baby Elicity as happy result of them all together. and they get them all I just don't see him coming back no, no. After but what I but, but what I okay yeah. so what I was gonna say so then no no I was saying about the original right shows. so I what I'm saying yeah. is you know they're gonna bring Oliver back he saves the city everything's happy and then we end on these these like kids whereas you know they're gonna grow up in a happy household and with both of their parents and then they could be doing a spin-off with 20 years in the future only F- Elicity Baby and William are more you know they're not in a dystopian future does that make sense okay yes. that's kind of how I envision things going on but none of that really works for me if he stays dead for 20 years like they're going to erase the 20 years that's the point you know, when the monitor said he's been searching the world over for a worthy hero, he didn't yank Barry and Kara up into space and have this chat with him. He saw it in Oliver. And the reason why he saw it in Oliver is because Oliver doesn't have fucking superpowers and yet he is still standing side by side and doing the right thing. So the monitor's deal is like, okay, well, we need to exchange him for Barry and Kara because they're so amazing. But then it's going to be like, okay, well, everything's awful without Oliver, too. And I firmly believe the monitor's like, no, really, he should have been the hero I left, who I let stay alive. I shouldn't have taken him out of the game if I really want, you know, destiny to be averted. And then he'll, he'll bring him back. That's kind of just, I just feel like that's the way they're doing this. I, I don't have, here's the thing, I don't. Cal and I don't really have like the specific details of how they're going to do it. We're just, we're feeling fairly confident about the broad strokes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. No, it makes sense to me. I know. Because, yeah. It's like, I don't know how they're going to bring Oliver back. I don't know how they're going to avert all of this stuff. I just believe it's going to be averted. 
So I, you know, Oliver staying dead for 20 years doesn't avert the happy, the happiness. He doesn't ever save the city in present day. And that's what people have a problem with. It's like, oh, in 20 years, everything goes to shit anyway. So what are we doing here in present day? And I think that's because he dies. He dies. He never, he doesn't accomplish his mission because he dies. Okay, so they have right. to bring him back so he can accomplish what his mission. What they're doing is they're being extra super dramatic, mm-hmm. trying to drill home the key point, which is the only one who can save Star City is Oliver Queen. If Oliver Queen is dead, then Star City falls to shit. Right. That's all, that's all this right. is. That's really all it is. It's a, it's Oliver a, it's is the secret sauce storyline. Yeah, you know, it's, s- it's seven an through eight in proving their point. And, you know, if we get there, if Steven decides, oh, I'm going to go nine. Okay. I, I, you know, they'll either push it out or I whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think, I don't think Steven's going to go nine. I just don't I think it's going to be eight. I think he's done. He wants to go be a movie star. So, yeah, I, I, I wish I could be more detailed. It's, it's of a less concrete thing than like, say the wedding. Like a wedding's pretty easy to be. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't, uh, that's kind of how it feels to me going. I feel like we're just getting the Felicity version of choosing Noel right now. Although the Noel choice was the better choice. Do you want to hear how stupid, if anyone's wondering how that all ends up, do you want to hear how it ends up? Noel dies. So she's like, oh, okay, I'll be with Ben because Noel dies in the other thing. And I'm like, that's Felicity choosing who she wants to be with that's just her taking oh I don't want to kill Noel like that's not a choice that's just her doing what you know this is what Ben was what was left which yeah is that ever a summation of their relationship or what I just it really bugged me listen if you're gonna do the fucking vamp like the love trial thing have the balls to make a decision how did we get to a love I don't know I was just, I was what thinking about, about, I was thinking about Felicity again? and like the, how, how their like just, alternate universe I, was like not permanent. And then I got okay. to why it wasn't permanent. And then I got to love triangles. I can always make my way back to love triangles. So yes, I agree. I like, I, I like anytime we can bring it back to Buffy, but in this particular circumstance, I don't feel that that's. Well, and here's the thing. Follow it through on Buffy. They brought Buffy back. They didn't bring Buffy back 20 years later. They brought her back the next year. Like, let's just say this is the gift. Okay, let's just say Oliver's dying and whatever. They're not waiting 20 years. She's waiting for the future to get fixed. We're saying it gets fixed. Because Oliver doesn't die. Like... Things went here's because the, he's brought back sooner than twenty years. Here's the, the other future. thing. Okay, actually, this this is I'm going to take a different argument now because this is very similar to Buffy. Because what happened is Buffy died and Sunnydale went to shit. It was a dystopian hell while Buffy was gone. Like they had some gang roll in, and when Buffy is risen from the dead, she's like, "Okay, this is hell," because th- the whole town looked like hell. And then she had to get better and she had to fight her way back and claw her way back. And then, you know, ultimately she closes the Hellmouth at the end of this, at the end of the series. And then we embark on Buffy's happy future where she gets to be at peace in life. And, you know, she doesn't carry this burden 
And instead of having things stripped from her, she gets to go out and have life and regain life. That she she gets a real reward, which is I don't have to die to get my reward. I you know I get to have peace in this life. So if you want to argue, if you want to argue that Arrow's doing Buffy, that's the version of Buffy they're doing. You have to carry the Buffy dying storyline all the way through. You can't just be like Buffy died. And that's the end of it. And now we have to wait for Oliver will get risen again, but he'll be back. It'll be 20 years later. No, Buffy was brought back too. and But she wasn't brought back 20 years later. She was brought back a year later. So from that standpoint, I maybe I misunderstood the post. From that standpoint, I do agree. There's veins of Buffy in it. Do I think they're doing exactly what Buffy did? No. But yeah, that part of it, I agree. But we end on life. Does that... That's kind of where I'm at. Does that make sense now, Cal? Where's Cal? Okay. I'm here. Yeah. So, but I, I, I still get uncomfortable with even saying Arrow's doing, I just don't like saying, you know, even when One Tree Hill ended their finale and they were like making a show about the kids, a television show about the kids and like all the characters, like one of the characters decides to make a show about all the other characters and we were all like, oh, so he's basically doing a Dawson's Creek ending. <laughs> I still was uncomfortable with that because it's, it's just, it's none of this is apples to apples. So, yeah, there's, th- I will agree there's threads of Buffy, but, but not the threads, but not the threads where Oliver stays about. dead for 20 years and then they bring no. him back. No. Like I was totally with you up until the point where you say he stays Oliver dead for 20, dead years. For 20 if, years if they had said oh no but they bring him back and you know he saves the city like just like Buffy basically saved the world then yes and her reward was life then yes so if you want to get excited that the arrow writers are influenced about Whedon that's the story you look to fine you can if, you, if that helps you garner some hope that you know, you're going to get a happy on Arrow, happy ending on Arrow. I don't need another show to have hope that we're going to get a happy ending on Arrow. I feel like there's enough evidence in the show. Yeah. You know? I agree. I don't look to other shows to tell me how this show is going to end. That's not how right. TV works. Right. No. They're it just doesn't different. work like, yeah, it's like, meh. Well, and the minute you start saying that, I just always get a little... I get a little jerky. Like, I just don't want the the writers to be like, oh, well, like, do they think we're doing Buffy so we can't do this? Like, sh- just don't speak it into the universe and they'll give us our happy ending. Like, just don't make them think that they're copying Buffy. <laughs> well, and I don't think they would. No. I mean, what show in their right would copy another city? Well, here's the thing. The opportunity, city, the opportunity another, another of a show. series finale is if you're going to have a TV show, you should want to say something. Okay, so if you're a writer, you should have something you want to say. That's why you're telling a story, because you've got a point to the story, and there's some point that you're trying to get across. So the series finale is the last big chance they have to tell us what they were trying to say. What is their perspective on life? What do they feel is, you know, justice and love and all the big life stuff? So for a writer who spends, you know, X amount of years writing a show, I don't think they're taking, 
Beth and Mark are not going to take their opportunity to write what they're saying legacy. yeah by yeah, stealing it from somewhere else legacy. they have something to say yeah. we just don't know what it i mean i think i know what it is but they they just haven't said it yet and they're not going to until it's on the show but it'll be their perspective that we can disagree with or whatever but then you know when arrow's off the air and we're watching a new show we can't be like oh well you know this show's gonna end because this is how like arrow because this is how arrow ended like no it's just, yeah. i'm not saying every series finale is super original like, if you'll notice, a lot of them end happily with marriages and babies and characters, you know, achieving their dreams, which is wonderful because that's what we want in life. We want to have good things happen to us. We want to, we want our struggle to be worth something. Okay. And then there's other writers who are trying to talk about the darker side of life and tell an anti-hero story which was what Breaking Bad was. But just because Breaking Bad was an anti-hero story and I think Sons of Anarchy was doesn't mean that Breaking Bad did Sons of Anarchy. You know what I mean? You can have similar threads and similar endings without that automatically equating to the show copying the other show's ending. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It makes okay. sense. Thank you. But yeah, I <laughs> no, like the I, idea. I like the you. idea of threads of Buffy. I just... They just stopped short. We did, we, they stopped short of the end goal. The 10 years. Yeah, they stopped short of the end of the of the end the zone here. It's just no. Like, <laughs> but that's not what they did on Buffy. It's like they didn't. It did take twenty years for her to come back. No. Listen, Arrow is going to pull some Willow Wicca Wiccan magic out of their ass, and we're not going to wait twenty years. Like, did you see? Did you guys see when Steve was tweeting? about how he's had an un- unexpected family vacation. Because he's dead in the mm-hmm. future? That was funny. What a dork. And everyone was kind of like, oh, is he serious? Is he serious? Absolutely serious. This is like him, Steve, joking about how he shoots Felicity's boyfriend at SDCC. <laughs> he just says shit just to like, yeah, you know, does. oh, I'm kidding. And, and then it ends right. up being true. And it's true. Yeah, it's true. So it makes he me happy. Been. Steve's joking about I saw about a lot being... of people that were like panicking. They're like, oh no. Do you think that means it's true? Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he's joking <laughs> about it should be like, that's enough for you right there to know that it's not relax. permanent. It's a little bit. Yeah. And I did look at Echo Callum's Twitter and you are right. Per usual, there I is a heart you. in December and he has just been like retweeting oh. stuff. And the, just like the tone of his post. Well, this happened with of. Cassidy. Remember how she switched she out? Uh, she used to have like a arrow thing. And then she was just like, she was tweeting all these like, uh, like really deep things about life and new journeys and opening doors. And Echo hasn't done much of that. It's mostly, I'm just scrolling through his. He's been tweeting as usual, but it's weird that he's got this heart pinned in December. Feels like maybe the day he killed, he filmed his character's death. It does feel, it does feel that way. I, I, you know, we could be wrong. I'm perfectly ready to be wrong, but I don't want to be wrong. I don't think I am. I don't think I don't you're think wrong. I'm, I don't think, no, I don't. I think this is what's going to happen. Prove me wrong, show. No, please don't. We want him dead. <laughs> we should get nice things. <laughs> we should get nice things. Nice I really people. do feel like, though, that that his death in last night's episode was foreshadowing. 
It felt like foreshadowing Cal- when I watched it. When I watched it, my first thought, my first thought, I wasn't even thinking about this is what Jen was freaking out about. I thought, oh my God, they're teasing him dying. Oh, see, like, this Cal is, is like, what's wrong? Because Cal doesn't, Cal doesn't, I was like, do you want to get spoiled? No. Like, and she didn't. So I was like, okay. I was like, and like, she got to go through my emotional trajectory because I was like, woo! She's all freaking out. And then I, I was like, and then I was like, oh, like that was my emotional trajectory. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, they teased something and then they took it away. So she automatically thought I was saying babies. The babies. Like I would be. Yeah, because that's all. But I I said, it's not that bad. And so she's like, okay, it's not like there was no way it could have been babies after I said it wasn't that big of a deal. Like right. it's me. Exactly. It's me talking. That's I knew yeah, that. she's like, okay, it's not baby. Exactly. As soon as she said, it's not so she like, watches okay, it, and then she texts me, and she, <laughs> we're talking about all this other shit. And I was like, well, what about Curtis? And she's like, oh, that's what you were talking about. I was like, how could you not <laughs> think that I, that was? I forgot. And she's for like, a oh, she's because like, I, I didn't was think you were dead. I was like, well, fuck you for being smarter than me. Like, I was whatever. riding the high. I was writing the high of him being dead. Foreshadowing. I was really happy. (laughs) No, no. I I knew he was in. I knew he was in seven twelve though. See, I didn't know that. Oh, this is what happens when you don't pay attention to Photoshop. Pay attention. (laughs) I I don't want to pay attention. I I just want it to happen, and I don't want to have to work for it. I just want them to give me my stuff. Give me my babies. You want, Give me my dead Curtis. You want to just lay back on your Give couch. Give me my happy ending. Just fucking give it to me, Beth. Beth is making me work and wait. Oh, and you know is. what? That's bullshit. We've got some last minute questions. Oh, okay. I can keep yelling about Beth, but we can answer those. <laughs> okay, this one this one we've already talked about. It's from Allison Jack asking, um, I'm enjoying the Black Siren Felicity Smoke story more than I thought I could. I know it's weird. EBR has great chemistry with everyone, and I enjoy KC much more as BS than I ever did as BC. Absolutely, we totally agree. agree. Do you think BS will atone for her crimes like Faith and Buffy in some way? P.S. Loving the podcast, as we have said, yeah, we kind of do. We just don't know what the edges of that are going to look like, but I think something's going to happen. I think like she's yeah, already done it, and then this is where I'm at right today. This is where I'm at this week. I may change my mind next week. <laughs> today, you don't see. I feel like she's redeemed. And now we're going to go on a downward spiral. And she's going to she's gonna be like the one character that isn't redeemable at the end of the season. Because like it bugs me when you're saying you have a redemption arc and like everybody gets redemption. Then it just is like basically saying like it's like redemption is easily earned and it's not. It shouldn't be easily earned. It's like you get redemption. You get, you know that Oprah gift. <laughs> you get a car. You get it. It's like you get redemption. You get redemption. It's more interesting if there's a character who doesn't get redeemed. So you know what Curtis's redemption can be? Dying. I'm good with like, that. Don't you like that? He just needs to die. Come on, he's I dying. Un- Here's the thing: they're not using him very he's much. Dying. That's my other no, big not. thing. It's it's that again, is a telltale sign. Like yeah, it's season, season four, four that they're not invested in this guy because they're barely using him. Like that was the most Curtis we've gotten since in like four episodes, which is saying something. That's a lot of episodes to be a series regular and basically have no role. We're in Laurel Landstone, so there you go. Any other questions? It's 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 obvious and clear to me. Um, another question we had 
from Suzanne Crockett at LPS Witch Susie. Yep. I don't know. This is going to have to be the last one because I got to go. Okay, last one. Uh, Do you think the flash forwards are really the virtual reality app of Curtis's? I think that's what it is. And Felicity and Oliver are in hiding and William was never abandoned. No. I think the flash forwards are a real future without all. Well, they best said that they're real. She said as real as we know it. I I think people. I didn't think about that. Would like it to be the virtual reality. That just feels like way too easy of a fix. No. I mean, Curtis. Besides, Curtis dies. He doesn't have enough time to develop his little virtual reality. Well, yeah, because then that's the other thing. Then this is (laughs) that's really gonna piss me off. Because then we're saying that the big tech that saves the day is something Curtis came up no. with instead of Felicity, no. which is not what they're saying no. in the flash forwards. They're being very no. specific that it's Felicity who develops yes. the big tech. Correct. I think that he just came up with that because that was a cool way that they could kill Echo and throw like, us off. Oh, let's get rid of Echo and make the flash forwards not real. Yay. No. No, I wish way. it was going to be that easy, he's, but it's not. He's, he he going to die and it's going to be okay. Just well, also if it's just, tight. if it's just a have, alternate have reality, <laughs> Well, yeah, if it's just an alternate reality that that takes some of the wind out of their sails for the crisis on Infinite Earth, and they ain't doing that. Yeah. That it's just not happening. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. guys. I sorry. wish we was just could press a button and then it's all fixed, no. but no. That would be no. great. Well, and honestly, I bet you, I bet you Beth put that in there because she wants people to think that too. Oh, yeah. So you're no, put, no. you're picking up what they're putting down. That's a good. That was, I didn't even think about you're that. Just that was picking good. up the the red. Yeah, herring. I just I know, but I didn't even pick up the red herring. I was like, ooh, no. I guess it could be. I didn't even think about that because we we're we're, we're not looking for solutions. We know. Can we what talk the about is. the outfits real we quick? We know what the solution. I just want to talk no. about the outfits. Felicity's red and white no. polka dot top was so adorable. Yeah, that was cute. That was. Cute. And then I, I don't know what was happening with Laurel in those shoulder pads, but we'll get a grip. I didn't it was notice. like airplanes taking off. It was bothering me. Like, I didn't like, We even don't notice. need to bring the 80s back that much. I barely looked at Laurel. <laughs> I, I like I like to look at what KD dresses in. I'm like, we don't need to yeah. like be that much 80s. Rain it back in. Yeah. Alrighty, folks. It's time to sign off. I have to go be a mother. Yes, it is. It's been over yeah, two hours. Yeah, my kid's like, and can you be done? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's perfectly right. capable of entertaining herself, but she wants me to be done. Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.